it. You guys should be seeing me. I'm so sorry we're late. We had all these, like, guest issues. Like, it, Wings of Redemption isn't here, but he says he'll come late. He's helping a friend with car trouble. Uh, we had Kyle. First it was just Kyle and I, and then uh, Kyle's internet just dropped off, so hopefully he comes back. But as it is right now, his internet connection crashed, and he just sort of left the call. But on here with me, I have Only Use Me Blade, and I have X-Jaws. What's so, going on? Hello, hello, hello. Right. Yeah. Let's and just dive into it, Woody. Let's just, <laughs> let's just dive right in. Just, just head first, you know, like a baby. Just let's do this. Dude, I saw this post on Reddit, and let me read it to you. Are you ready for this? It's yeah. going gonna, gonna to take like one and a half minutes, so, so hang in there. So when I was 17 years old, I'm 26 now, my brother had a party at, at our house. He's two and a half years my elder, and the party closed up and a few people stayed over. One such was a cute but chubby girl, let's call her Alicia. I say that because Alicia's her real name. Anyway, she knocks on my door and asks if she can sleep next to me because all the other beds and the couch are taken. I told her sure thing. Anyway, an <laughs> hour later, out of a drunken sleep, she rolls over and stops, stops me of my underwear and starts riding me. I get very, very excited, as you can imagine, for this is my first time ever. I somewhat sit up, and I thrust as she rides. Anyway, we get really into it, and we really start thrusting, and she really starts thrusting. Our rhythm failed, and she violently thrusted one way, and I the other, then pop. The loudest noise popped from inside of her, and extreme pain filled my entire groin region. I literally passed out for two or three minutes. My brother and his girlfriend were around me, and the girls were all assessing the damage to his, his unit here. I was already starting to bruise, and I demanded to be taken to the hospital. Anyway, the prognosis was not good. I had a severely fractured, it's still called fracturing even though there's no bones involved, my penis. In his words, the worst he'd ever seen. I had an operation to fix the tears and whatnot, but I was still unable to get an erection. After six months with zero erections, I became depressed, so I decided to get a surgery to help me get one. What I had six months to get depressed. Yeah, I know. What I had installed was an inflatable. How does half a year pass and then you finally go? This is really fucked up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sixth day, you're just oh my god. By tomorrow morning, I'm I'm concerned. Yeah. (laughs) uh, What I had installed was an inflatable. I got shot in the shoulder. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to the um, uh, the hospital in like I don't know nine months and see what goes on. Like that's. Okay, six months, He can't, he, and he can't get an erection. Uh-huh. So, what I had installed was an inflatable penile prosthesis. Once things are starting to look like I may get lucky, I press a button located on the side of my shaft, and it allows a big, uh, it should say bag, to inflate and make me hard. The erection isn't as powerful as my old natural erections, but it does allow me for, to achieve orgasm. Anyway, the story also doubles as my most embarrassing. Um, and then he puts on there... Something about his girlfriend. Uh, hold on, let me let me scan for it. Uh, anyway, his girlfriend totally loves this thing. She calls it the eye mm-hmm. penis, and it's always ready whenever she is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it says girlfriend loves new robotic penis. Calls it the eye penis. So uh, there you go. So what's the problem? Like, what? I that sound like a they live happily ever after kind of situation. Yeah. Well, it's a Reddit post. It's not like a Mail Monday type thing. Yeah, it's, it's an ask me anything. Solve. So everyone sort of like you know goes back and, and like asks more questions. You know they they have 
whatever they need. Follow uh, up I would have gone the this. route of getting a cast just so I can have people sign it kind of thing. <laughs> I would have had mine coated in a candy flavor. <laughs> just so I, <laughs> Yeah. Honey, that, that's I think there's something that wrong. When he was young. Yeah, he was 17, and it was his first time ever, and he broke his penis. And now he's living through the rest of his life with the eye penis, the robotic penis that's ready to go. And, uh, like, I don't... Hmm. I don't know. Is that legit? Like... I'm looking at a picture of it. Oh, my oh, gosh. How legit oh. are these? Are these, like, more legit than, like, the, the iPhone 4 pictures that we saw a long time ago? These are, these I'm, are. I'm pretty convinced this thing's fully legit. He's been verified on Reddit as a, as a story. I can see the little, like, um... How do you verify that? With photographic evidence. I, I, I can see the little balloon pump. That I guess it's not. It doesn't fill with air like a Nike shoe or anything. It fills with uh, fluid. So he has like a little bag in his abdomen. And when you press this button, it transfers from his belly to his unit, and uh, now he's sporting a rager. I wonder how that's affected at different like altitudes. Like if he goes to Denver, is it is it different or is the takes longer to boil? Denver and six in Philadelphia. What's <laughs> yeah, the... like at the risk of going gay, this guy's got a. I wonder if he's bigger now because he's not hurting for size. He's doing fine. Well, it, when it's mechanical, it's it's not really a matter of. It's it's just a matter of like an extra ten percent, you know, of your cost to get an extra inch on there or something like that. That's got to be the way it works. I'm, it's like it's not that big a deal. Like let's say hypothetically, I'm a woman and I have breast cancer and and I have to go through a double mastectomy and then I get like repair, uh, you know, reconstructive surgery. You think I'm coming mm-hmm. back in an A cup? No, no, that's not how we roll no, here. Yeah. yeah, we're coming back. That's in, yeah, like a B or a C cup or whatever cup I want to be rocking. That's what we'll be doing. I don't think egg cuppers get breast cancer. It's like, <laughs> like if cancer's a terrorist, they come in, oh, nothing to do here, and they move along. <laughs> so you know, my, my question is, does insurance cost more if you want to get a bigger size? Like, it's got a, would this insurance companies have, like, a rule? Like, oh, if you go through breast cancer, we only cover up to, you know, a B, a, a B cup. That's all we'll do, or a C know. cup. My guess is that it's really not the materials that, like, crank up the expense of a, um, of a breast reconstruction surgery. Hey, but it, what about the risk? What about the risk post getting the surgery? It's another good point. Uh, there could be more risk. But I, I would I just know, sort just of tie in the breast reconstruction surgery to this penis thing. If I have a fractured penis, I'm coming back like a porn star. Like I, I'm coming back with a black one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact... <laughs> I think if you if want you a twelve-inch one, a big old black dawn, people, like that—that's a conversation starter. You if you want I mean? it like, big that's... enough, like if you're say, look, doc, you know, it's got to be like twelve or fourteen inches. I think the rule—they only come in black. I think, <laughs> I think they'll just be like, all right, we can do it, but it'll be black. Nah, and they can make that shit rainbow. I'm sure they can do anything with that. <laughs> we don't, we don't carry that size in honky. That's. It's customization to a whole new level. Like, what would you do if you could do anything to your dick? Forget tattoos. Tattoos are, are have limitations to them. They they're two D sort of, and and usually like you get black ones. You can go. You can do anything when you get a prosthetic made. And I'll bet you insurance will cover it too. What would you do on your on your prosthetic dick? I would have a huge black detachable dick, and I would like detach myself just to scare scare girls for a second. Be like, oh my god, look, you took it from me. <laughs> 
You've got like, an eject button on your other. No, uh, I would have fun with it. Like I would, I would like go on the bus and like you know put it on the side seat, just see if anybody notices. Like <laughs> if I picked up a girl, she'd have to sit in the back. Uh, Dick's riding shotgun. Sorry. Oh man, that's funny. That's... I'd have a blast with it. Like you can't. Um, you have cool. to own it, right? You have to own it, and it's it's your number one conversation starter. Like what he said. Yeah, I I think I've told this story before, but I have a friend of a friend. And um, that person had a prosthetic ball, so just just so a regular ball and then a prosthetic ball. It's at, he was climbing a uh, a metal fence, and you know how the top of them have those like little crosshair things. Uh-huh. And most people they just like get their jeans torn once in their life and learn. Well, this guy, yeah, yeah he lost the ball, and uh, it was not a secret. And all his friends called him ping pong, like or ping pong ball or something like that. That's horrifying. Didn't, didn't something happen with your testes, Woody? Yes, the, Jaws, the, actually. Uh, <laughs> that did happen. I had a... Yeah. When I was 15, I had a testicular torsion. So the... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever... Was it the vas deferens or something that leads to the, the yeah. testicle? Mine was longer mm-hmm. than it needed to be, allowing it to spin and then... Um, I don't know. Like, if you can imagine taking your... You know what they say about long vas deferens, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm quite the man. But, uh, yeah, because it spun, like, if you could picture spinning a tube, it, it got, like, closed up, and it wasn't delivering, like, blood flow to my testicle. And it was, like, a super painful, terrible thing. They took me in an ambulance to the hospital. Everybody saw my junk, including my mom, at, like, 15, which was just dreadful. And uh, uh, they, like, basically they slice open your scrotum, unspin it and uh, mm. if you're lucky like I was it instantly pinks back up and they sew it in place so it doesn't happen again so yeah that's my my testicular torsion story if anyone wants to make their day seem a little bit brighter that's one way to, uh, <laughs> at least that didn't happen yeah. so <laughs> yeah you sound like you have like the Indiana Jones of balls and mine my balls are so stay at home no trouble <laughs> Don't don't want to bother anybody, and your your shit sounds like it has like a lasso, and it's just getting yeah. into all kinds of crime adventures. <laughs> it uh, you know it wasn't content to just stay in place, that's for sure. So so that's that's how we rocked it. I I remember that. I had concerns about like fertility for a little bit, even though they told me like ah, I turned pink so fast you'll be fine. But then once we had kids, that concern was kind of solved. Yeah. yeah so there's always that. It's one way to prove fertility, like make babies. How how um how old are your uh, children, Woody? Like, what are their, their so ages? So my daughter's twelve; she'll be thirteen in mm-hmm. June, and my son turned nine yesterday. Twelve and nine. Any future uh, gamer tags going to be running around or? No, it, to be honest with you, we. <laughs> so the original plan was five. I had had uh, a boss who had five kids, and his family was just so perfect. It was like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, five kids. Can you imagine that? Like, I, I want what he has. And then we had a kid. And it was like, I forget names at five kids. <laughs> it's like, oh, my goodness. You know, five kids seems like a lot. So then we thought, well, maybe three would be a, a good number. You know, I'd get like sort of a healthy sized uh, activity based yeah. family, but three. And, um, and then when we had our second, we had a girl and a boy. So all of a sudden, like further kids seemed, um, I don't know what this, uh, like, they weren't compulsory anymore. They were optional. It's like, oh, we've got our yeah. girl, we've got our boy, we can kind of, you know, make it out from there. 
And then um, what happened is when Colin turned about probably 18 months or just before he was two, he we realized you know, that he got diagnosed as autistic. And we yeah. kind of got lined up like, oh, wow, this is going to be really expensive. It's going to take a lot of effort. And it almost yeah, felt so like to bring a, on more kids would be kind of a, it seemed like a betrayal a to him at the time to like bring on more kids. So uh, yeah. uh, that's we were like, oh, we should stop here because while we have two kids, I would argue that like our parenting workload is comparable to somebody with like four kids. Well, there you go. That that definitely uh... does. Does your wife ever get angry and and call Colin by the sister's name and stuff like that? That <laughs> seems like. That's like a mom. That's like a mom trend. Like you know, uh, where they'll they'll get upset or angry and they'll start like running through the names of the family before they finally just say yours. <laughs> Maybe she needs to age a little more. She hasn't been doing that. Um, oh, what she will do actually now that you mention it is she will call Colin my name if he acts badly, <laughs> which perhaps is which is telling. Yeah, but uh, dude, our latest thing has been fighting. Like, um, I, I got to get my son some boxing gloves or something because he and I are just going at it like MMA style and I'm teaching him mm-hmm. to punch he's got nice crisp jabs he was fighting windmill style which is just embarrassing right that's not how gamer tags roll so uh, yeah. so I taught him how to do like a nice rock right cross and, a, and a, he's got a sharp left jab and his Muay Thai kicks are improving and uh, it's cool it's it's fun to, to fight with him I, com- I commend you for actually teaching him how to throw a punch because like it seems like the youth of America doesn't know how to fight anymore I don't know mine like- will <laughs> Jackie's yeah. like, you know, he's gonna beat somebody up. Like it's better than the reverse. He's, yeah, nobody's it's, well, it's more. Yeah, at that point, it's more about defense. It's yeah, he's a sweet, it's not like he's yeah. gonna. He's not gonna like go venture out and just want to just punch someone in the face. Collins, so. yeah, I, he's he's really kind hearted like that. I don't see that as a problem. So it should be all good. It should be all good. Uh, so Black Ops Two stuff dropped. Did anybody learn anything that wasn't in the videos? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I I wanted to bring up an interesting uh, point about the time period that the game will be in. So I, I watched your video, and mm-hmm. you at the end of um, the the Tactics Two video, or I'm sorry, I, re- I forget which one it was. You mentioned that you think uh, Modern Warfare or Black Ops Two is going to be in the future. Right? Uh, do you still think that, or has your opinion changed? I still think that. All right. So listen to my theory. I think that. 10 to 15 years in the future is key because Black Ops uh, members get weapons early. Like in the Black Ops 1 game, we had the FAMAS, which was a gun made in the in 2001, or at least that model was. Yet that game was based before 2001. And that was sort of like something that the developers spoke about a lot. So 10 to 15 years in the future, if the weapons are 10 to 15 years in the future, doesn't that indicate that we're going to experience like a modern game or a slightly postmodern game i think it's going to take place 10 to 15 years in the future still and and like i get what you're saying but i i don't know that they really use uh, that whole get weapons early thing and black ops yeah. yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if it took place at more than one time like if it, you know how the last Black, well, Ops, Black Ops take take place over the span of so many years? It well, did, yeah. I wouldn't did, be surprised yeah. if that happened again, but I bet that it's going to cover some future warfare. And for me, I'm kind of happy about that. I'm ready to get some future warfare in. I don't. To me, I've seen enough modern day desert shooters in unspecified a stand. Like, how many times are we going to play that game? Um, mm-hmm. How many times? And, and the World War II shooter, that thing is played out. To me, you either have to go like revolutionary war (laughs) 
or you have to go forward and do a little bit of future stuff. And I don't like the... I think the newer guns are more fun to play with than the older ones, so I say go forward. You know, I think that's definitely, like, true. To to move forward would be better. I think it would make for a more fun game because they get to have a little bit more fun with what they use, like, what they design. And I think that's sort of what they're trying to do. My theory is that uh, another... uh, My theory is that it's going to take place, like, around modern times now, and everything is going to be futuristic, and they're allowed to do that because of this Black Ops part of the storyline. And another thing that indicates that is in... um, What do you guys... Sorry for interrupting. What are you basing this off of? Like, I'm thinking it's only, only only thing I saw was like a a, per, a possible perk list. So like, FPS uh, Russia's video was a huge. It was like, the first uh, reveal giveaway. trailer. It was yeah, and it's uh, linked on the Call of Duty website now. Another interesting point is that FPS Russia's video. Uh, he says, uh, "My friend Yuri." He says, "Thanks to my friend Yuri for the yeah. car." His friend Yuri died in 2017 in the Modern Warfare 3 storyline. So I think that also indicates that it must take place before Modern Warfare 3's time period. Um, if you know he's Soviet, like uh, Russia is Soviet, well, uh, that indicates that he might know him from his time in the Black Ops. Uh, like, it was in the 1990s Yuri was in uh, the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing that says Yuri is still alive at the time that Black Ops is going to take place, Black Ops 2, and it's going to take place in modern times because of that 10 to 15 years thing. I don't know. That, that, that's sort of my th- my running theory right now. Have you guys seen, like, the, the, the perk list leak? I have, yeah. yeah. And some of it looked unbelievable. Like yes. it's, it's so I have heard I think in official sources that um, there's going to be like two directions you can take in the pro perks or at least Vondahar was like you know tweeting about it and kind of running the idea out there floating it out there so yeah. so if people have no idea what I'm talking about like let's say you, I'm going to make this up so this is not accurate but let's say that like one of the perks is quick draw and then the pro perk you might do one set of challenges and earn the ability to throw stuns and tacks really quickly and then you might do something in the other direction and add reload really quickly but you can't do both and once you choose a path you have to prestige to choose the other side so that's that's crazy that's that's rumored that's rumored and for me it might get me to prestige i haven't prestige lately like i think i did it once in black ops and then in modern warfare 3 i didn't prestige at all i just started getting gold guns and opening up all my perks and keeping my stuff because that's my favorite way to enjoy the game but um, uh, I just hope. I, I mean, I, I know um, Von Hart's talked about this, but I just, I just hope that the whole getting pro perks is not this gruesome, horrible grind. And I don't want them to. Like, I'm not a fan. I know that some people like capture the flag. I don't enjoy the game type. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to play that to get Marathon Pro. So, that, like making and making players play game types they don't want to play, it ruins it for everybody. That was a challenge. I, so when I played Black Ops, I played it with good teammates. I, I seem to play Modern Warfare 3 alone a lot. But I played yeah. Black Ops with stacked teams all the time. And I can't tell you how many, like, freaking um, Nova gases I threw where everyone else got all the kills. Or how many times I'd start or I'd shoot a guy, intentionally reload mid-shot, and then shoot him some more, and then somebody else would get the kill. And it's like, it is so hard to complete these challenges on stacked teams because everyone else is running around getting getting kills that I'm going for. And What do you think if they made it so that uh, the pro perks were more difficult to get, but once you prestige, you don't lose them? That'd be fine with me, too. I, I, yeah. it's, 
contrary to what prestiging is normally like, but that's fine with me. I um, what was I gonna say? The oh, I just I hope that the perks aren't quite as hard to earn as they were previously because yeah, it was. It was really frustrating to earn all the perks in Black Ops, and that was that. But, um, uh, oh! I mean, if it's through something natural, that's one thing, but sometimes they make you do things that are just not contingent on being a good player. Like, the reloading, like, the injure someone, reload, and then kill them again. Mm-hmm. That, like, that doesn't mean make the mark of a... That's, like, not good gameplay. That's not to, no. you know, purposely do that. That's stupid. You intentionally die a lot. During that process yeah. of getting all those done, and then um, uh, oh shucks, I keep getting my thought and losing it again. Son of a gun! The oh that list. I'm not sure that list is very reliable. Like, did you see the thing about knifing? Probably you zeroed in on that. Where it's yeah, a two that's hit right. kill that's for most people. For, um... And it, but there's a perk that makes knifing a one hit kill. I would be really surprised if Call of Duty didn't have one hit kill knives as default. Yeah, I, I would be too. Like, it was. Did you catch the hit- misstep in wording? Like, it said that you have two knives in each hand, and I was like, "What? Four knives? Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit weird." Oh, I'm walking down juggling knives. <laughs> Dude, that would be the badass gameplay. I want to see it in theater mode all the time. Like, I want, I want theater mode uploads only. <laughs> See, like, oh, I want you to have like a, a round nose from a clown and some big old feet just juggling as you uh, stab people. That would be awesome. I think uh, they're gonna have player cards and all that stuff back again. Uh, I, I hope so. I, I kind of liked my player card last time. I, and then I don't know, like people would too, too many too many dicks and too many. Um, oh yeah. It's just it's just a sea of dicks. Mine That's was. Tally, and I'm not even a partier. I just thought Tally was cool looking. Like I, it was, it was awesome. And then people would mm-hmm. get excited, like they pick up my gun in game. They'd be like, "This is Woody's Gamer Tag's gun. It's got Tally on it." And it's like, "Yeah, dude, it, I've been leaving them all over the mat. Have as many as you want." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I find it funny when you see those kind of uh, videos online. Everyone uh, sees you. Go yeah. I, I've I've watched people's videos where like I've been in their gameplay and I look like a maniac running around like just like just me booking it with just a pistol out it just it just looks crazy I would like to see that you know what I just noticed Modern Warfare Three doesn't have any third person stuff it does actually in uh, private match yeah in private match I think you can set up third person I mm-hmm. hate third person. Maybe other people like it. I, I was never. I, a, I, th- um... I think the ability to look around a corner without actually moving around the corner is really shitty. Like yep. that kind of ruins it. I am. Um, yep. I, I don't even like spectating in third person. Like you know, like let's say I'm playing uh, one in the chamber and I don't make it to the end, and then it, like I'm spectating third person. I'm like raging over it. Well, not you know, I internally rage. I don't be a jerk around line, but it's like, God damn it! I hate third person. How do I get this crap off? I, I hate I hate going into the 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 what is it called free for all gun playlist or whatever and it makes you it'll put you in a game of one in the chamber that started literally thirty seconds ago and you just have to sit there like why put why put me in this game because that happen? spectate for the whole time yeah you have to spectate yeah if like let's let's say like uh, I, I don't know how long the game is but like let's assume it's three, three minutes, minutes right yeah, yeah if you if you go in it at two and a half minutes. Um, if you join a game, basically, if you join a game, you just have to spectate. That's it. Mm. Search is really that shitty. Well. 
you know what's really interesting about Call of Duty? If like you think about gaming as a sport, it's really the only sport that is entertainment from like first person point of view. Like you, you don't watch any other sort of like sport from first person, right? Everything else is third person. But Call of Duty is kind of you know it'd be crap to watch if you watched games from third person point of view from like the sky. Yeah, from the sky, that, that sort of thing. Even if they were, visible. I don't know if it, if it was like forty players on dome, that'd be kind of fun to look above and watch. Maybe, but like, if do you even like you know know like if that would be entertaining to watch on a uh, a football type programming level? Like, if you were watching, no, not, not at all, not at all. All right, call, call, call of Duty is all about that first person point of view that that you're that super soldier. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then when you go on those 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 streaks, that you just feel like you're king of the world. That's the whole point of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe, what are you thinking about watching football from first person point of view? Uh, I mean, I used to play football. There's nothing too interesting. I not one point <laughs> I was like, dude, I wish they could have my point of view on this. <laughs> All right, Sam. Yeah, are you happy or sad that you didn't do the so the the dancing competition? Are we allowed to talk about those results? For the first yeah, round? I think so. Yeah. Uh, are you happy or sad that you're not in the second round? I'm sad. Of course, I'm sad. Like you know, I uh, I definitely did want to go back out to Los Angeles to get to see Carrington and get to dance for the next round. Uh, Would have been awesome to uh, win the whole competition. But who'd you, you, know, who'd you lose to? I lost so, to uh, one of the one of the people in this call. Woody. <laughs> there were um, so there were. 12, oh, that's dirty, dude. There were, that's me. Hold on. There were twelve people <laughs> in the first round. And uh, of those 12, four made it to the second round, and Jaws got fifth. So, yep. you just so, missed it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't promote it until the fourth day. It uh, looked pretty cool that I had gotten, like, 40,000 views on the video in three days without actually promoting it. And I figured, you know, a lot of people were finding the video anyway. And then uh, I sort of jumped on board with making a video talk about, uh, you know, what I want to win the money for and... Uh, Ended up just not coming in first, but I was, you know, consoled by the fact that uh, apparently I was extremely close to uh, getting into fourth place. And um, did you see who uh, got fourth place? Uh, what's I, I up, only Elf? know. I know what's up. Bell got it. I know Anders is in. I know I'm in, and I don't know the other one. Well, I actually checked out the episode. It's um. Oh, it's the- uh, Kingsley. Kingsley. Yes. You talking about it's Kingsley, bitch? That, that yeah, guy? yeah. What's I up, think Bill? that dude's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's, he's dancing. He's dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Is he voguing? Is he? Uh, yeah, like. There Would was, you say is he voting? Like Vogue, like going <laughs> Madonna. Oh, stuff. never mind. Voting. Uh, no. Uh, no. His dance was good. I thought it. I, yeah, it's it's cool. I'm really hoping to win. I want to win so bad. It's dancing, baby. That's me. That's my thing. I'm the dancing yeah. king of YouTube. What we well, do. I'm getting a lot of... Sh- okay, so uh, this isn't a huge problem, but like I accidentally poured uh, scented oil, like knocked over scented oil, and some of it got on my Black Ops disc, so now it won't read. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of people are giving me shit for having scented oil, but I like, I like my house to smell nice. You know what I mean? It, do you think something like that is... like? Do I think that makes you gay? I, no, I think it's the fact that you nah. have sex with men that makes you gay, and the scented oil is nothing... Totally not related. Yeah, the effeminate um, nature of the products that you buy has nothing to do with <laughs> yeah. your homosexuality. Just because you buy, um, you know, lubricants geared toward that market and scented oil and, you know. 
I don't know. I just don't like the idea of some kid, some like virgin out there that like farts and smells. It's like talking shit to me because I like to keep like a fresh, nice aroma in the house, you know, because ladies like that. So that's what fucking bugs me about it. I don't know. I shouldn't let it bother. Normally, I don't let shit like that bother me, but it uh, actually it impacted you. Like that one got to your core. That one actually did. Normally, I don't care. Isn't it you know crazy? Me. I don't really care. Yeah, uh, man. I could go on and on about this, right? Like. There are people who leave comments that say the most horrific things, right? They talk about my kids, my wife, etc. And, you know... Rolls right off you. Rolls right off, right? And then every so often, like, the weirdest thing will be that arrow that soared across the battlefield and landed right in your Achilles heel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know... And you're like, what the hell? Who knew my sensitive spot were scented oils? (laughs) (laughs) You know? How did that happen? You know, the, 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 probably of all the things you've heard said, right, you're like, nah, dude, I've, I'm just freaking bulletproof in that area. You're wasting your time. But uh, but every so often, you know, scented oils, I've something had, like I've that. I've had people say some horrific shit towards me, like, oh, I've, you know, we're YouTubers, so right? there's going to be some people that are going <laughs> to say some insane shit, but for whatever reason, that one just stuck. I've got kids it's that weird. devote their channel to hating on me, man. <laughs> it's yeah. it's uh, subs and views, baby. It's weird. Yeah. I feel like our lives are on blast so much that you can say like we're we have thicker skin than anyone else, but you can also look at it like we get more insults than anybody else does in the world. So we get more that you know are meaningful. I I kind of flipped it. Here's the thing: I never want to uh, like some of the insults are really good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when yeah. I read the insults, like I I take myself out of the equation and go, "That's a fucking great insult." You know what I mean? Was it related but, uh, to squirrels? Yeah, that's like that's just like your ability to appreciate like you know racist jokes if you're black or Jew jokes if you're Jewish. Like I saw a great Jewish joke today. This comic strip two bucks sent me. It, I don't for think people that don't know. Pod- Sam is Jewish. Yes, yes. I don't think it makes entertaining podcast material, but I'll link you guys when I, when I can. <laughs> I didn't want you to get hate for like being. I know all kinds of Jewish jokes. Yeah, I, go ahead, Blade. Like I'll, I'm sitting here, I'll listen to him. A lot of people like throw Jew jokes at me, like they. they All right, what did what did the Jewish child molester say to the kid? What I don't know what. Hey, kid, do you want to buy some candy? <laughs> Alright, I get it. Uh, I'll send you the uh, the link to this one right here. Two bucks. I actually send this well, one see, to the, Nate. The thing is, is like I, I think it's so hypocritical when people are able to laugh at like racist jokes or religious jokes or whatever, but if it's about their religion or their race, they get butthurt about it. I'm like, come on. Like, yeah, that's pretty low. That's pretty low on even like the intellectual level. Like you, you don't understand like that you are being very, very hypocritical. Oh, I don't know. Do you see that one? That's, I just linked it. Yeah, there's a cartoon with two guys, and one of them has a plate of shrimp. He says, this shrimp is great. You want to try some? The other fellow says, sorry, I'm Jewish. He goes, no, it's free. Which is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, see, I enjoy it, but I think that does open up a discussion about a, a bigger, like, you know, uh, topic that, you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, then you shouldn't be laughing at others. So you have to I, take it out. If you you got to own it, right? I love this this. It, to me, it seems like when a culture takes some sort of insult or horrible thing and owns it as their own and no longer becomes sensitive about it, then they've nailed, you know, taking away that weapon from whoever their opponents are. So, like, uh, shucks, I, if you were to take white people, I'll start there. Like, the honky or cracker or whatever, like, dude, you're just freaking invulnerable. It doesn't hurt. In the black community, 
they've only done it halfway. Set myself up for trouble here, but um, hell yeah, you're tightrope walking right now. I know, I know, uh, right? But I, I feel like dodging lasers. Let's go this way. In the gay community, they call each other faggot, right? This is something that they say, and, and like it's I don't know, fag or whatever. They sort of taken it back, and it's not as harmful as it once was. Okay. In the black community, they've only halfway taken the n bomb. It, it's like it, it's cool amongst themselves. If I'm on target here. But it's off limits for you. And I almost wish that they get with the, the whole, all the way around and desensitize the word and just disarmed everyone who was hating on them. I think it's it's the tone and the direction of what you say. You know what I mean? So like, I think you guys are both afraid of offending people right now, so I'll make this real easy so we don't offend that many people. <laughs> this is a good example. Cut. So, like, cunt doesn't mean anything to us guys, like, almost 99% of people watching this, but if you say cunt to a girl, uh, you better watch out, because <laughs> that, that girl's probably going to try and hit you. Like, that's Jeez. a really, really serious word to them. So, I think that's the best example we could talk about in hypothetical terms. Let's not get into it's, race. It's, 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 I mean, it's, it's, more, it's more about, like, like, what's behind it, like... Uh, if, if I if I were to say I'm, I'm just gonna say if oh Jesus nigger, is this gonna be like another freaking like squirrel comment? No, I'm I'm just saying like <laughs> if I were to actually say that to someone to a black dude and and with the intent of trying to put them down or belittle them, then that's that's fucked up. That's racist. That's shitty. But like you know I be you but the other but uh, nigga or whatever you, they oh. say that all the time. But it's like I don't think like if if I I personally don't say it just because. I just don't want to cross that line, you know. Yeah, I just, I don't there, touch it. I don't touch it at all. Like I don't want anything to do it. Do with that. And um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh. So I was on a a call, and I I wasn't using it in an offensive tone. I think I was quoting somebody else. And when I quoted somebody else, I put the R on it. And like I wasn't even aware that there were two versions of the word. I was I I, I misquoted and. Everybody was like, whoa, 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 what are you, you don't know what you just did. And I was like, what did I just do? And yeah, so I, I that's a, don't touch that's it. That's the thing, though. Like, I really, like, even right now, we are going to have, without a doubt, some people make videos about the fact that we are talking about the subject now and Blade just used the word and you might have used it, whatever. And it's ridiculous because the thing is, if... If the person who you're attacking then goes, whoa, 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 I, I have no idea what's going on. Like, I, I do not know why everyone's hating. That clearly shows that they did not have an intention to be harmful with what they said. And if you twist someone's intent, that, that is really, really, like, mean to do. Like, like that's just, you're wrong if you're twisting someone's intent. That's how you if get subs, baby. <laughs> twist their intent. Via dick. Yeah, but even still, like, who are the people who have done that the most? Are they don't any get of them anywhere. Large YouTubers? Yeah. They don't really get anywhere. They, they have a ceiling because you can't hate. I mean, you can't. The thing is, you can only grow so big in the shadow of someone else. So, wow, the people who hate really on insightful. you, the people who hate on, on me, like, you know, you're you're standing in my shadow and, and pointing at what I do wrong. What was my intent? And also look at where you are. So... Maybe maybe it isn't a little bit insightful, but that's just my. That was awesome. I really like that. I think I might quote you at some point. You can only grow so big in the shadow of someone else. Wow! Listen to you. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I I just. I mean, uh, really, I, is there is there any is there any I don't want to say large but <laughs> successful YouTuber that that just attacks other people? I mean, no. People really no. do like when you you just call someone out 
for hating on someone. Like, people really like the... People don't like bullying, like, naturally. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of our subs are, like, kids who not are bullied themselves necessarily, but are in school or whatever and can see bullying. Why would they want to get on YouTube and see more people bully other people? Like, people, um, I'm just going to, I'm not calling them out right now, but I'm just going to say, you know, one person who's hated on a lot of people is uh, Fisticuffs, and I don't think you can deny that. I'm not hating on him right now. Well, again, I'm not saying any opinion on him, but the thing about Fisticuffs is when he hates on people, like, they they usually bounce it back, and they're not really affected by it. Is Don't you agree? Like, has anyone really hate, like been affected by that strongly uh it doesn't usually last a long time I mean, on the in the case of fisticus by the way i think he's just totally over that he's done uh he's doing what you're supposed to do which is you know grow a channel based on yourself and not uh you know your opinions on other youtubers are rarely interesting to anyone but you <laughs> yeah you know, exactly it's, like youtube beefs might be interesting to the people that are are on youtube but like people the actual just viewer doesn't care typically you know like yeah, the viewer, the viewer, the viewer doesn't care, and and when you start like I, I look at beefs as almost like you're you're running out of stuff to talk about when you know when people start beefing with other YouTubers, they're mad because they made a video. I'm I'm never gonna like I'm never gonna have like a video that another Call of Duty commentator made affect me or, or like I've gotten pissed off a couple times with some shit people have said, but like you know, collect yourself, come back in an hour and see if you still care about it. Mm. Usually you don't. More wisdom. Dropping wisdom. Both my guests dropping wisdom on Painkiller this week. Bam. Right Look there. Up. Those goosebumps will go away eventually. Hey, I I, I, I kind of want to bring this up. But so, so you mentioned the scented oil thing was somehow your Achilles heel, right? Somehow that little brand of hate actually got through yeah. your thick skin. Yeah. Did the squirrelist thing like, get through? Did that actually no, bother that, you? That was more, that was more it was obnoxious. A, it was a goof. That was, that, 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 that was just more constant obnoxious, you know, <laughs> like that, that poked me, but it poked me a thousand times, but didn't penetrate. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And for Actually, some reason... you weren't penetrated. All right. Yes. Uh, uh, contrary to the other scented oil customers at the market. <laughs> you guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't... Here, okay, I, I don't... The thing I don't, I don't like, I don't know what it is, but like, I just... There's... Women like certain things. They like like a clean house. They like nice smells. They like fucking pillows, clean bathroom, shit like that. So like, I'm a very I'm a straight male, but like, there's certain things that I do because ladies are you know responsive to that. And if I didn't do that stuff, they probably wouldn't come back to the house. It's the only but, reason I bathe. Carry on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you know, like most people get like you know get their hair cut. Um, you know, bathe, mm-hmm. wash the car, all this stuff because of females. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If you think about everything in life, that's the way that's the way life works. Everything you do. No, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna female. like t- I'm still gonna take a shower, but like uh not every day. I think... <laughs> not every day. Not now, later, sometime. Uh, I'm just but, I'm, but I'm but I'm just saying like I don't understand like so the thing that really bothered me about this is like I'm not a gay person at all. I'm mm-hmm. straight. If you're gay, cool. It right. doesn't doesn't affect me, but like maybe it's cuz of my age or whatever, but like to call me to to, to call me gay is, is kind of offensive. You Isn't know? that weird? Like so, I, to actually be gay, I don't find offensive at all, right? Knock yourself out. Do your thing, you know? And and um 
Well, can I go off on a tangent for a minute here? Go for it, bro. Old people are pissing me off. I feel like in old people, I feel like in 15, 20 years, this nation is going to make some amazing strides, right? It, um, the, the, the reason that gay people can't get married right now is this, you know, silver haired block of voters over there. The, the reason that, you know, the drug war is as freaking is executed the way that it's executed right now is this silver haired block of voters. The reason mm-hmm. that, Shucks, you know, some of these more conservative viewpoints are pushed. You know, the, the nastier, meaner, meaner side of it, the the pro-war guys, is this silver-haired block of voters. It's like as soon as they stop voting, won't this country mm-hmm. be a great place? Like I, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm going to get blasted for this because I'm sure there's some 19-year-old. You, you've heard it here yeah. first. Woody wants the uh, the old people holocaust. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm going for, but but man, like it, it's there is this silver-haired block of voters making some really horrible decisions on the social side of politics, you know, I'm, and I just sit here and think, man, like how they're they're holding us back. How great is this nation going to be in 15 years when we progress? I think hey. the selling point for for gay marriage is. We just need to tell them if there's gay marriage, that means there's going to be gay divorce, and that would be hysterical. <laughs> I, I worked with this guy, and he didn't want gay marriage at all. He's like, "Look, if um, you know, if gay becomes more socially acceptable, then there'll be more gay people, and that's a bad thing." And I'm like, "Really? So are you telling me that you're on the edge? That <laughs> you know that you're about to become gay? No, not me. As, not no, me. as straight guys, we want we want there to be more gay guys because they like." are sensitive and can talk to your girlfriend and go shopping <laughs> and do all that shit. So you it's just like want a to fucking read... positive thing to oh. have that. They, uh, they're well-groomed. They fucking, you know... But they don't no have sex with your girlfriend. Bum. Have you ever seen a gay bum? Nope. It doesn't <laughs> exist. Oh. They, um... Yeah, it... <laughs> that's funny. But, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, people are saying they want wings. Um, just for people who missed the very beginning of this, Wings of Redemption is helping a friend with car problems. He said he'd join us during the show, but he wouldn't be able to make the start of it because it, it, it was, there were was some miles to travel, and he was a little more than two hours away, so he's, he's doing the best he can. And then FPS Kyle was actually here right before the show, and his call just got cut off, and he has internet issues. So he said to start the show without him. It's been an hour. I guess he's got uh, internet issues. So anyway, Kyle and Wings would both love to be here, but for one problem or another, they're not. Back on yeah, topic. People were awesome. People were asking me why I was late, and uh, I had car problems myself earlier today. So people were theorizing that Wings actually came up here to help me out, and I just want to reassure everyone <laughs> now: Wings Wings didn't drive all the way up to Pennsylvania to help me out. Although I would have appreciated <laughs> that's that. That's gotta be that's gotta be a ridiculous idea. I'd be like, "Oh, my car's <laughs> fucked up." Woody, what's up? <laughs> <You're> t- <laughs> North Carolina and Seattle, right there. Yeah, yeah. Woody, I got a flat. <laughs> can you can you run over a pump? <laughs> It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> that would be cool. I need to have more uh, mechanical friends because, like, you know, I've talked about this before. Like, I want to have, you know, obviously a friend is a friend, but it, it's, it'd be really cool to have a friend that worked at, like, an ice cream shop. You know what I mean? You, I, I, have, I, have I forgot how pimp your car was. Awesome. What is the model Sorry, of your what? car again? I want to look it up. Uh, Fleet something, right? It's uh, called the Cadillac Fleetwood Limited. Fleetwood Limited. I almost remembered. God. Blade has one of the coolest cars I have ever seen. Yeah. It's a rare one. Really, guys. 
It's a rare one, man. I actually was looking for that for uh, for that particular car for a while. Not like the color. I would have I would have preferred like a white with a blue top or something like that. But like, what color is I yours? Actually, when I actually found one, I was like, whew, get it. Well, damn! Start the uh, get your car paint job fund on YouTube. <laughs> and no, I like to, I like to keep it like it. I want it to look like it. It came from the factory. You know what I mean? Awesome, awesome. A Cadillac Fleetwood Limited is so pimp. I, I want to see interior shots of the of the back seat. It's like a mini limo, isn't it? Um, here it is. I probably can. Good lord! Probably, you could yeah, almost fit like in front of your back seats. I think you could fit the back seat in my truck. Like I, I've got a Tacoma. It has those like flip down, barely back seats. I think you can yeah, put that yeah, in your yeah. passenger's leg room. Hmm. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a big car and and I never have to adjust my seat no matter how tall the person that gets in behind me is, you know. It floats. You don't see him on the road, you know? So it's I love it. It's I like those I like those cars that they didn't make too many of. Like I always wanted when I was a kid, I always wanted a Typhoon, you know? Who makes that? I don't know if you Typhoon is, was made by GMC back in '92 and '93, and what it is, it's it's um, they took the uh, the the trail with the the blazer mm-hmm. the blazer body, and then they had it was a fiberglass body, and they put a um, uh, a big fancy engine in it, and it actually was like faster than most Ferraris. What I want it was the fast that's fast for an SUV. I, I was thinking of um, an old car, like how cool would it be to roll around in like. A- from the 60s or something. Oh, I would love, dude. I I would love to have uh, like a 67 Lincoln Continental convertible. Like, if you ever seen Entourage, like that car, I want that car. That sounds cool, wow. man. To uh, me, cars from like '93 are back in the day, man. It's like '93. <laughs> I'm really like really. I'm really interested in um in getting like. I want like a, a '60s or '70s Cadillac, and I want it to be a big four-door uh, car. And I, I, I it, a four-door convertibles uh, to me are like the coolest shit ever. Damn, you that know, must be a giant right. car, dude. YouTube money and such. That's it's a big car. You guys want to call subs? Yeah, I'm down. I want to call a sub. Put some phone numbers in the chat. I'm looking. Someone said to scratch my nose if I'm reading this. <laughs> I get that constantly. You know what I get? Look behind you. That's, oh my gosh, all the time with the look behind you. Because it gets you, doesn't it? No, doesn't it never it? gets me. <laughs> it doesn't work at all. Okay, obviously you can't do it now because I'm going to talk about it, but that would be a great prank to, um, like, April Fool's, just live streaming on April Fool's, and all of a sudden someone comes by and just kills you during the live stream. My wife did it last week. <laughs> She oh, she snuck in the room with an airsoft gun, and uh, like I you know didn't notice, and then she shot me, and it hurt a lot. It was freaking. <laughs> you wouldn't think it would hurt so much, right? You would think that uh, you know it's an airsoft gun. It's like a child's toy. What's the big deal? This one it left. Oh a... no, friendo. <laughs> no, <laughs> this one left a welt. It was not good. All right, so let's see. Hopefully, people have questions in mind, things to talk about. This guy has a McDonald's wrap. Be prepared, next caller.
Hey, did you put your name in the painkiller already chat? Oh yeah, I did. Oh, welcome to the show. Do you have a question for us? Huh? Do you have a question for us? Oh, I I thought you just put the number in for calls, but um, I can leave a question. Like, what kind of question would you like me to think of? Like, anything? An entertaining one, hopefully. (laughs) A thought-provoking one. Typically, when you call on a show, you have something to say. Hmm. Crazy, I know. (laughs) Crazy (laughs) theories. Yeah, just like... Yeah, sure, if you're handing out phone what calls, you, I'll take one. Right, Go ahead, guys. What was you guys' most frightening moment? My most, guess, my most frightening moment? Yeah. Hmm. Does anyone want to go first? I lost my YouTube once. You lost your YouTube once? I thought I lost my YouTube. That's why it was so frightening. That was pretty frightening. I That's your most frightening I moment? Like that, come on, cut that I'm out. <laughs> Live a little. <laughs> I'm trying to think. sheltered person, I guess. I'm not gonna lie. The about two nights ago, I uh, there's some big messages saying can't check out video because this channel is gone, and it was my own video, and I freaked out for like a half a second, then refreshed the page, and it was back. <laughs> I'm trying to yours? think. Have I had any near death experiences or anything? I had Blade. You got something? I'm trying to. I'm trying to think back. I've I've had some pretty scary experiences, but I'm trying to think of what would be the one. Right, like I'm trying to think of stuff too. Like I've had in surfing, I've had a bunch of rough times. Like I remember I've been um, under a fishing pier, and my like surfboard and leash were wrapped around stuff, and I'm just kind of getting beat against barnacle-covered pilings. Um, I've gone over the falls in such a way that I couldn't find up again. But none of these are really exciting stories. I want something where I really came close to death. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like I'm drawing a blank on my most. Yeah, well, I think the natural thing that your 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 body does is that you try to f- push that t- to the corner. Like you don't want to think about that, you know. If it's something really fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. Let's get into another caller. Thanks for calling in, man, or you know, being called. All right, thank you. It was nice being on here. Peace. See ya. Right. I like how we ask for a thought provoking question and he gives it to us, and we're like, oh, I don't know, fuck. <laughs> 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 That's interesting. I didn't look at it that way. I see where you're coming from. This guy has a McDonald's wrap. I'm totally psyched. No luck. Wow. You know, that could have been his big break. That could have been his big break. Yeah, this guy was about to hit it in Hollywood. This Skype call could be part of true Hollywood story, and he came in and he killed it, and then he just grew from there. Mm -hmm. But no, didn't answer his phone. He was right there. He was right there about to blow up. And tomorrow morning, Keemstar is going to start (laughs) E-Xbox, the YouTube channel. (laughs) So let's look here. Good questions. Come on, baby. What do we got? Some guy said he loves McDonald's wraps, but he spelled it with a W. Made me laugh. Ooh, this guy has a sex question for me. Do you guys think uh, Activision at this point is just fucking with us? Like, they're really just 
here to mess with us and, and make us think that there's all these different things we can find out. I mean, you see the part of the Tacitus.com website that said Black Ops 2 weapons manufacturer. Yeah, I us. saw that. I don't, I don't think that they're sitting there going, oh, let's fuck with them. <laughs> yeah. Hello? 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 Hello this is Painkiller yes, already. Man. What's going on, man? What's going on, Woody? Do you have a sex question for us? Wow. Do you have a question for yeah, us? Yeah, I do. And, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Don't worry. Um, Hi, I'm I Blade. A long... Huh? I'm Blade. How you doing? <laughs> I'm X Charles. I'm Sam. Nice to meet you, What's man. What's up, Blade and X Charles? Um, yeah. Woody, I remember a few uh, videos ago you talked about your wife and how you're a jealous guy and she's someone that you won't share with anybody. So I have a... Oh. a would you rather... A uh, double team her with Kyle or double team a cow with wings? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the cow. Yeah, because I'm not down to share the girl. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double up on the cow. And uh, a lot of people don't know, cows have these like enormous, um, like fully functional tongues. They can wrap around and envelop things. I'm thinking a little bit of peanut butter. And we can make a go oh, out of this. <laughs> All right. So you heard it. You, right. you answer that way too quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like that's I'm uh, down. He would cow. rather double team a cow than share his wife with FCS cow. That's that's the <laughs> truth. Yeah, that's that's what. <laughs> <laughs> Is Kyle going to be on the show tonight? Kyle was on the show. He was on the like the call. We were all sort of getting ready for the show, and um, and then he had internet problems. So I said, should we start without you? And he said we should, so I'm not sure how long his internet problems are going to last. All right, well, uh, fuck everyone on the show except for Kyle. Oh, I feel get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> it's the end of his. Yeah, go ahead and put his number out in the... Uh... <laughs> put it in that, the that, Twitterverse. That, that, that warrants... Uh, <laughs> if some punk-ass kid tells me to go fuck myself, his number is getting put out there, so... <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I honestly think that guy was like being mean, like really trolling. You no, he was, a, he, was a, he was a no, he was a punk, dude. So yeah. Woody, could you please put his number in the chat? You think yes. he was being a punk? Uh, when he, he like, did you hear the part saying uh, "fuck everyone" on the show except for except for you, and then the part earlier when he just started straight talking to you, and we're like, "Hey, we're here too. Nice to say hi." He's like, "Whatever, dude's a punk." Um, put his number in the chat. Please. Well, you've got his number. You see, it's the last time we called. You can do it. Okay. Um. Uh, I got a Twitter. Yes, you do. You got a full fledged Twitter if you want. Oh man, yeah. that's the risky run. I, I swear, I, I like that kind of as a painkiller already risk. Um. Uh, you know what? I just did a commentary about this, like uh, about using uh, uh, abusing powers uh, when people piss you off, just because we happen to have large followings or whatever, uh-huh. and. I mean, the gist of the commentary was just don't do it, you know? But didn't you just do it? Well, I don't know, man. There there are some exceptions to the rule. Uh, FPS Russia has the best one, I think, to abuse his, uh, his following. He um, he tweets out restaurants' phone numbers while he's there. And <laughs> I stole it from him immediately. The following day, on Easter Sunday, I went into a uh, uh, cheesecake factory wouldn't give me a table, so I, I tweeted out their number as we sat there for 40 minutes, and the phone just went off the hook. The manager <laughs> was an absolute ass to me when I just asked for a table, and uh, 
You know, FPS Russia taught that to me the, the night before at, at Morton's. It's it's one of the funniest things you'll ever see. People don't so know. I think abusing power can be awesome. Have you guys ever done the thing where you um get two phones and call up uh like Chinese food places and have them talk to each other? Because they'll repeat the order and try to order from the other person. They're like, no, we don't have that. And they keep on going back and forth. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> so, no, I've never seen that. Guys don't know, it's but true. Only Use Me Blade is a huge tipper. You yeah, tip yeah, like a true. boss. He he tips huge. And um, oh, but have you ever given bad tips? That's what I want to know. Do you do you have punitive tipping involved in your repertoire? Um, it, I mean, it 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 was it was a situ- like I've had situations where I didn't tip at all, just yeah. because. But that's because the server was a complete asshole. Like I've had you know when went above and beyond to make sure that my day wasn't good. So that, I've had situations like that, but I've been like told you're not supposed 1%. to tip nothing, that they think it's an accident. I've been told that you're supposed to tip something really small. Oh, like I should tip a penny or something. I actually tipped a dime in the situation I'm thinking of. What was, what was the situation? So I came in and I asked, um, I guess they were seating us somewhere terrible. Like we had no kids and they were like screaming children or there was something really awful about the seat. And I'm like, can we sit over here? Yeah. And they said no. They just flat out rejected us. And I was youngish at the time. I'll say yeah. 20. And I felt like I wasn't getting good service because of that. So whatever. I sat where they told us to. They said that portion of the restaurant was closed. The very next customer gets sat where I wanted to seat. If, I think I messed up my tenses there. But yeah, the very next customer got the table I was hoping for. And it was like, you son of a gun. Really? You just flat out like yeah. nailed me and then they go. And then the food was late. The food was slow. The, and... Um, the service was like snarky, like she had some sort of attitude with us. And at the end, it oh, was yeah, just that, that, that deserves a non-tip. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff it was together. like yeah, all that stuff added up, but it was like you know what? Like I always tip. I twenty percent is like my starting point. Like I'm a decent tipper, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, you know, it was like all right, you get a dime. That's it. I'm doing it to you. I am diming you, and that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've always, I've always thought of this. Okay, let's say you go to a um, if you know if you go to like a cheap place like a Denny's or something like that, right? And your meal literally is only seven dollars. I typically tip like half or more because they're actually doing a lot of work for just you know what I mean. Even though it's only for seven bucks, whereas if you go to a nice restaurant, I'm supposed to pay this dude um, one hundred fifty dollars because he's going to open up a bottle of wine. You know, it's like. You have to have some reference points to it. A hundred and fifty dollars. What kind of? They, well, they have like corking fees. Oh wow! I've never heard. So, of like, that. I didn't know about that. No, you can bring a bottle of wine to a restaurant, and they will cork it for you and serve it to you as if that you bought it there. But they'll charge you a corking fee, and it's normally like a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. Wow, that's a that's an incredible amount of money for next to no work. I usually tip like twenty. Hey, to one, one, one second, guys. Yeah, I, I usually—I was gonna say I usually tip like twenty to thirty percent, and I even feel bad. Uh, this is something I know, uh, Woody, you you dealt with when we were staying at a, uh, a hotel that added in the room service mm-hmm. automatically. Yeah, and I felt bad tipping nothing, it's... and I found like that that was a lot of the money I gave them was like a fifty percent tip. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, but like, if a twenty-two percent tip is built into it, are you supposed to tip nothing? Are you supposed to give a little something on top of the twenty-two percent? But it just seems like that was already a decent tip. 
because you have to understand, like, if you're tipping 20% on top of something that has, already has 20% built into it, you're giving something like a 30%, 40%, 50% tip if you're really giving them something healthy on top of that, if you didn't know that something was built yeah. into it. And I found it really, really sneaky of the hotel to do. Yeah. But I couldn't help myself from still tipping. <laughs> Me too. Because I felt... I felt so bad just giving zeros like on the tip. And then so. you've got Blade on Twitter over there saying, you know, like, yeah, that's how you're supposed to tip. You'll get better service. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's honestly what it is. Like for repeat service, you tip well, they're gonna come to you immediately. Yeah, I got all my guacamole, you know, Hello? instantly. Hello? Hello. Hello. Did you put your number in the painkiller yeah. already chat? Mm-hmm. Yes? All right. So rumor has it that you were both high and having sex when we called earlier. Is that right? Uh, I don't condone in either activity. A, <laughs> you don't condone sex? I'm a gay priest. <laughs> yeah, the, the way, the way I... There's a lot of those, aren't there? <laughs> Uh, the, the way I heard it, that, that you were unavailable because you were doing both at the same time, like a boss. Uh, uh, no, I'm uh, I'm praying actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, welcome to the stream. Hi, guys. What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are, how are you doing, Alex? Alex, why aren't you in the dancing competition? Um. Wait, this is White Boy? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> How you sound super sedated. Like you sound I thought this was a random caller. Nope. <laughs> no, no. This is uh Alex on his cell phone. Did you drink uh like what was the thing I saw on the news where uh, kids are drinking like um hand sanitizer? Oh the hand sanitizer? Yeah, I sniffed that too. <laughs> I, I take it to the I take it to the next level. That's no, a crazy... there was a goat hoodie. There was a goat hoodie featured on there, and it was like the most epic, most amazing moment in my life to see like a goat hoodie on the uh, on ABC News. That is kind of cool, actually. Yeah, but they were. I mean, I don't. I hope he wasn't associated with uh, drinking that. Hand What's up with that. the hand? I hope my goat. What ingredient is it in hand sanitizer activity. that gets you high? Like this. Is is it alcohol? It's the alcohol. Yeah. Is it the same alcohol yeah. that you drink with? I guess they said it. Was I mean, do people not have older brothers anymore? Like, are people that yeah. like our kids? Is it that yeah, difficult to get booze? Like, damn! Yeah, I feel like I need to go buy booze nowadays. for kids now, just just to be safe. As a public service <laughs> to get them off the yeah. hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I saw a cops episode. This dude said that he was buying crack because he wanted to get all the crack off the streets so no one could buy it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Great cover. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've never understood people who drink drink like Listerine or anything. Like yeah, that. Like, how bad does it get that you're spending like, four? Don't bucks? your parent? Don't your parents have booze? Like. Jesus. Woody, what 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 is the appropriate time? Do you think that? Uh, uh, your son would drink. Like, what age would you not be mad at him if he came home drunk? Oh God, he had to be at least thirteen. Okay, I'm just kidding. Uh, because that's when I started. I was, I was like twelve, but I got in trouble. Um, I don't know. Not mad. 
certainly if he was in college, I think yeah. that might be it. If he's in college, then oh, I don't want to call it expected. And I hate, here, but... I hate asking the tough question, but the daughter. Are you talking about alcohol still? Yeah. Oh, good. Um, same thing, college. Yeah, if she's in okay. college and she's drinking, then I'm kind of thinking that's, you know, part of the experience, I guess. Part of the experience, yeah. yeah. This is interesting. I mean, we have someone from each age group here, you know? Well, 1 to 18, we've got someone from the 100 and on group, Woody, and, and then <laughs> you two. Who are both legal drinkers? I don't know. Like, I'm pretty open about the fact that, like, I I have engaged in alcohol use, and I think most people my age have. And I think it's a little bit ridiculous if I get criticized for it because, like, for that's example, the same, syndicate, that's the same thing as like as a premarital sex. Like that to me, that's yeah. the same thing. To if you haven't drank anything because you're not legal yet, but you're like 19, that I don't buy it. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, guys, Syndicate. He he's been drinking since he was at least you know eighteen. I don't. I'm not saying he ever drank before he was eighteen, but it's completely legal for him, and no one ever criticizes him saying that he's going to drink. And is he really you know all that more special than I am because he's less than a year older than I'm me? Kind of, I'm kind of pissed oh, off. He got not... around a hundred in zombies. He's a lot more special. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alex. I understand. I understand. I'm a, a little offended point. that no one's ever like tried to like start an intervention for me like does nobody care you know (laughs) (laughs) i've had a question for the for the guys white boy and i didn't mean to call you all night they just asked for you in the stream and i thought it'd be funny i don't know but here you are like practically on the show if you were to have a kid right hypothetically you're having a boy what do you name him the number two not bad (laughs) not bad it's no seven but all right White boy, do not have no, kids. No, uh, do not have kids. No, no the um, it would pro- it would it would be probably the at symbol. <laughs> that, uh, that or the Twitter uh, at. Yeah, and then the last <laughs> name would be White Boy Seventh Street. So uh, I'll probably get some followers. Like your favorite. No, his like your favorite. favorite. That works. And then no, no, this is what I do. I I have a kid. I name it Mike and Favorite. And then after, you know, after the cute period's up about three, four years old, I just give it away. (laughs) 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 uh, Someone who favorites this video is going to get at White Boy Chemistry. (laughs) Or like and favorite, I'm sorry. Seriously, I think it'll be uh, Alexander to follow in my footsteps. Uh, You sure you want that? Hey, I got a pee super bad. I'll be back. All right. Sam, if you have a kid, what are you going to name him? Um, serious or joking question? I mean, my, my, my serious answer is probably David. Name him after my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what my dad did. We sort of just alternating up and down. Sam, David, Sam, David, Sam, David, down my lineage. But, yeah, I'm totally for white boy naming his kid like favorite and giving it away on stream. Uh, white boy, for the record, I will um, I'll upload a promotional video uh, promoting your giveaway and, and tweet it as little as that may help. I'll, I'll oh, we're gonna we're gonna live stream the birth. Live stream the birth. Yeah, is, is Kelly down for that, or maybe you can have a surrogate do it? Find some lucky woman out there who wants to have your your seed. I mean, I say go for it and do a little. White boy, I love this idea. Next time some second-rate YouTuber calls me out for something, I'm just going to totally give away one of the kids for likes and favorites. 
<laughs> Here she is. Like and favorite this video. One lucky person is going to have her to keep. She's a little grumpy at bedtime. <laughs> so, Woody, is there any um, any plans for a little splinter running around the... Oh, another one? Camera take? I yeah. don't, it's funny. Like, we weren't going to have a third kid. We actually talked about that earlier on the podcast. And, um, you know, so like people wonder what our, my real age is 39 and we're right sort of at the end of fertility. Like it, we come to this decision almost like, you know, if you want to have another kid, it's go time. So, uh, probably not. Probably just two kids, the boy and the girl. We're good. Two is a good number. You can show attention to all your kids too. None of them really feel like they're left out. Plus, there's the retirement thing. Like, let's say hypothetically that you intend to support your kids until they get out on their own, right? When is that? If a kid finishes college, they're going to be at least 22, 23. Take Mm -hmm. that and add it to your own age, you know? If this kid was born, let's say that we got hopping right now. This kid would be born when I'm, like, 40, which means I'll be, like, 53, 54 when I'm done paying for his crap. And then I get to, you know, pilot the... No, 60, 63. Yeah, probably something like that. He made it 33 no, so years if you're, if you're, if you're, old? Didn't you say you're like 39? So yeah, you're yeah. So 40, so 23, you'd be 63. Oh, you're right. You're. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the math error. 63 is a long time to be, like, you really want to be paying for someone's college education at 63 years old? You're going to be at that for a while. It seems like, I don't know. Your life will be in the. Dude, I saw I saw a dude stretch. come in with four kids, and like uh, a mother-in-law, and then he walked into Subway, and he just looked like he wanted to kill himself. <laughs> like his subway his subway tab was like eighty three dollars. And like he was just like he was on the the thing where he had to fill the drinks for all of his family members, and you you can just tell he was contemplating suicide like i just look he just looked like oh i can't believe i'm doing this this is bad mm-hmm. my friend oh, yeah, uh we saw, this, we saw a pregnant mom when i was picking up kelly uh at the bus stop with four kids and she got one kid off the bus and she was pregnant and I, she was like building a football team over there <laughs> or something <laughs> my, <laughs> dan from painkiller already had three daughters and I remember we oh, were... Oh, ouch. Yeah. That's Did I say three daughters? Ouch. He had four daughters. And, um... Yeah, guy's got... He's growing a vagina. He's four daughters. And, um, you have to, 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 to adjust. So we work in IT. And because of that, you're always concerned about, like, identity theft and information security and stuff. It's part of your job. With his take on information security, he was like, F it! You, know, you want to steal my identity? You think you can handle this? Take it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want this. You come back. You'll be giving my identity right back to me by the end of the afternoon. <laughs> like you can You'll never last a day. That was his take. It. You know, it's interesting. People who are, you know have girls because there aren't many people out there who have uh, just uh, one child and it's a girl. And people ask why, and it's because if you're a guy. The truth is, it may not sound very politically correct. If you have a girl, you're going to keep rolling the dice until you get a son. You you, you have to have a son. Like, I, I Interesting. Think like really, do you think that's, that's true, really Ryan? That's really the way I, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, I, you, need, you need someone to uh, carry on the, the legacy. There's oh. that, and you just 
you can't just have a companion for your wife. You need a companion, right? Can't just be the dog. You you need to have a son. It's a pride thing. So let me tell you my experience. Um, I felt the same way before I had a kid. And uh, I've shared this once in a dual comment. It's not like some big secret. But uh, before I had any kids, I wanted a boy. And uh, we were going to have our first kid as a surprise. But, like, I don't know. I had this thought process, like, you know, dude. It's a surprise. Uh, as, as in you don't know the sex in, in advance. So That's stupid. Okay. So anyway, well, our... I'm sorry, sorry, sorry for calling you stupid. I'm sorry. Well, that was mean. Now and then I am. So uh, we were gonna we were gonna have our first kid, and we weren't gonna know the sex, and that's what we did. But leading into it, I was sure I was gonna have a boy. Like I just, I just knew it. You know why? I don't know. I'm lucky. I got karma. You know, it, it's not gonna be a problem. I am guaranteed to get a boy just because bad things don't happen to me. And then uh, I had a girl, and it was like I, I was at least short-term, devastated. I didn't know how to fix it. I remember, um, so we you know, we had the kid, and then, like, I was there for the delivery and everything, and then eventually they take the kid, they put it in, like, the nursery thing of the hospital, and my wife goes to sleep, and I go home and handle whatever house stuff needs to be handled, like, let the dogs outside. And I'm sitting there on my back porch, and I'm thinking to myself, like, this is incurable. Like, this is a... This is a permanent condition. There's nothing I can do that fixes her girlness. Like it, it, it's not like you know tragedies in my the quote unquote tragedies in my life up to this point where like I crashed a car because you crash a car and 18 months later you kind of back on you like whatever you know yeah that was my old car I broke it this is my new car everything's fine but I'm like she's gonna be a girl till the day I die like, this is just unfixable and then um and then I got to know her. And, like, you know, over the years, I grew really, really fond of my daughter in a non-pedo way. And, uh, like, by the time I was having my second kid, I kind of wanted another girl. I was like, I'm not sure I can love a boy as much as I love my daughter. Like, this is, like, she was so perfect to me. She was everything. I, I Like, the bond I had with my daughter was so tight that I didn't want to risk it on having a boy. Now, I guess I was kind of on the fence. Like, you know, I wouldn't feel like I lost if I had a boy. But uh, but that was what happened when I actually had a girl. Like, it, I, I went into it thinking, you know, what am I going to do with this? Like, I don't know anything about ballet. And after a couple of years, it was like, this is actually a really good thing. Yeah, I, I think no matter what, your, uh, your instincts, your biology takes over. And uh, you, you cannot help but you know, love any child of yours, no matter what. So I, I may say, you know, I, I want a boy, no matter what, and guys want boys, and that's typically the way they may think before they have a child, but no matter what, I'm not making any sort of statement that you love women less, or you love girls less when you have them daughters. It's uh, it, it's just a childish or meaningless, like, you know, thought beforehand. I, th- I think, like, a lot of people would like multiple children, and they would they would like to have a son first and then a daughter so that the the son can be like kind of a protector of the daughter later on and you know as they go through their school years i, think I like it the other way daughter older she like, can babysit without being a freaking jackass fool mm-hmm. so that's but like another thing that that new parents walk into is they're supposed to instantly love their children right like if you're watching the stream the you have this kid and everyone is like, oh, don't worry, you're going to fall in love with this kid. It's going to be the most amazing thing, whatever. Now, you're going to like, 
you know, like you, you will instantly, as soon as you set eyes on them, you're gonna love your child. And me, I don't know. Like I, I like the moment I saw my kid, I'm like this. Like, what can you do? Like you, you, you just kind of mushy. Like that's all you got. You know, it, it, <laughs> like they had nothing to offer. It took months for me to like to bond with the kid. And the only reason I throw that out there is like I I hate sometimes new parents feel guilt over the fact that they see their kid and they're like you know oh my god how come I'm not like head over heels insta bonded with this child like they say I'm supposed to be but the truth is some people are some people aren't it doesn't mean you'll be a bad parent so dropping the parent parent background third part of incitement in uh, this episode of King already (laughs) where. Where is Wings of Redemption when you need him? I want to hear his. Yeah, I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to have him drop a uh, dead baby comment or something terrible about the world <laughs> comment to follow up all these insightful th- things that are happening here. <laughs> I, the world's I, over. I, I kid. I the world's kid. overpopulated as it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's his thing. I think this he would have liked your uh, comment earlier. Go ahead, Alex. Alex. That, this is the first uh, pain killer already missed, right? Um, Wings? Maybe the second. Yeah, but Wings is usually really solid. It, it's it's not his fault. We covered it earlier, but you probably weren't on. He um he has a friend who had car trouble, and he's driving all the way out there to help him and back. And he called me at like 6 to let me know, but I didn't check my voicemail right away, and said it would be maybe more than two hours. He said he would join midstream, but even when I heard that, Something about helping your friend who's having car trouble just strikes me as it's going to take a long time. Like, that's that's not going to be something that you fix ahead of schedule. It never is. Why do car mechanics feel the need to tell you every technical thing that's wrong with your car? <laughs> For the money? I don't get... I don't, I don't, I don't get that. They, they, they feel that they need to teach me something about cars. I'm just like, maintenance for me is putting gas in it. Like, I'm, <laughs> I have no mechanical... Like I know some things, I guess, but you know, I'm taking it to you to fix it. Don't tell me all these technical things because my brain just shuts off when you start talking like that. I think they rely on that for repeat business. <laughs> the takeaway from this is that I'm smart and you're not. That's the purpose of this conversation. <laughs> all right, this guy's got a question. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now. Uh, I'll try to call. You- well, that was disappointing. That was her. That was her. Sorry, I'm not here. Message. His, she should. I, she should. I'll, I'll politely correct you and say that was a very young child. You think? Yes, without a doubt. Like. All right, recall, it, recall, recall. Okay. Let's listen to this voicemail again. Let's play girl or prepubescent boy. <laughs> the game show. The YouTube game show. Hello. Hi, this is Painkiller Ready. Did you put your phone number in the chat? Yes, I did. Well, Are you a boy let, or a girl? Hang, hang up. Let me call you again I'm a and boy. let it go to voicemail. He's a boy. I told you. All knew right, it. Knew it. Ahead. Hey, so did you? Are you sure you're old enough hey. to watch the show? Like, it's embarrassing for me. <laughs> yeah, we're. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give you a hard time. I, I, the line of thinking I had was this: like, it. My mom watches my YouTube channel now, and it. Like, it's on my mind sometimes. Like, I, she's, 
I think about the crap that. that I say, and... I think I'm going to block my mom. <laughs> One of my greatest videos ever, she saw it and like called me up and told me to take it down, and I did. So Really? What? Why did you have to... Uh, which one was it? It was me drunk going to pick up Black Ops. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, geez. man. I, I heard about it, but I didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah, I was only up for about six hours, and people Please loved it. Link it. Like, upload it somewhere else. I only stabbed people when I knife them, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I told the... Uh, I basically got really drunk, and I, like, talked to the people in the line at the Blockbuster, and I was wasted. And, like, when the dude asked me for my ID to pick up the game, I told him my name was Blunt Smoking Anus Destroyer. I mean, I was a wreck. <laughs> But my mom watches my videos, and she called up, and she was like, "Damn near crying," because you know, oh. no one wants to see her, no one wants to see their son just super duper wasted buying a video game at Blockbuster and putting it on YouTube. So <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I'll take it, I'll take it down." Oh, so sad. Mama Blade, Have a- Mama Blade. That's how Brian brings in all that YouTube money. That dough. <laughs> Why he drives the caddy. I mean, she's not, she, it's, not, it's not like she's calling about every single video, but this is like the one time that she she called up, you know, and she she was crying, like she was she was just like, I, I, why would you put that up there? You and she was just like, you're, and plus she wasn't too happy that I was just like, sh- like blacked out drunk, like you know. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I have, I have a story similar to that. When we were trying to uh, get this new place, the landlord took us off uh, to a separate room. And he said, do you mind not swearing so much in your videos? And he, and he, tra- he gave me suggestions to, uh, to like, uh, switch out the word, you know, the F word for something more politically correct. He was like, you, you could say, say shucks. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was kind of awkward. <laughs> so your landlord knew about your videos? Mm-hmm. And how? Well, you kind of have to say that you know, if you're telling them what your source of income is, you know, because otherwise they're going to think he's like a drug dealer or something. Yeah, like, that's what I that's what I tell people now. I just be like, I'm a drug dealer because <laughs> if for for me to explain it to them, like what I actually do, like most whenever I say it to people and like ease into it, they just don't believe me. So now from the get go, I'm like, I just I sell cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, um, do you um? Do you feel like shame of what, of, with what you do, or no? Shame? Yeah, it's complicated. No, it's not shame. You know what I mean? Like most people think it's actually a pretty cool situation, and most people are envious of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's not shame. It's just it's just not believable. You know what I mean? In my world, mm-hmm. like, most people like, just don't get it. Like I used yeah, to tell them, so I was a senior software architect at Cisco, and they would just be like, "Oh, some." computerish thing that I don't really get. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I'll say like whatever, I'm a YouTuber and I have, you know, I'm a minor league a minor league online celebrity and they just say yeah, it's some sort of web 2.0 thing that I don't really understand. Yes. Don't Don't we have a caller on or do we just like, We do. Yeah, we haven't really been talking to girl. <laughs> so did you have a question Hi. caller? Yes, on a yearly basis, how many times have you high-fived a cow? Oh, high five to cow. I don't he know that really I thought that was funny. I don't he know if really I've ever high fived a cow. I've smacked one on the butt now and then. 
But uh, I can't think where I'm like, where I'm like, yes, where's a cow? Let's, I, let's share this moment. I bet I'm good for 10, 20 high fives on my dog. You know, the guy can give me his paw. So there you go. Thanks for coming on, man. That might be dang- that might be dangerous for a dog to a give you. Oh, high fiving a cow? No. Yeah, if a cow like gets up like a dog gets up to give you a high five, that's not going to be pretty. <laughs> mm. That was really his question. Yeah, I know, man. Like his his moment in the spotlight. People can't come up with better things to ask. I'm going man. easy on him. He sounds young. No, you guys all think he's a woman. I'm the only one who thought he was a young boy. Well, that's for, la- that's for later, guys. So. This guy has a math question. Do you guys want to take it? I oh, love math questions. Oh, I, I have an idea. Into math. I have an idea. Know. White Boy 7th Street versus Only Use Me Blade Spelling Bee Round 2. Redemption. Yes, 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 uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, uh, uh. It's no, no, all... we got to move it on to the math portion of it. Next time we can do geography. I had all my math done, uh, all my high school math done before I got to high school. Like I'm, all right, let's I, do I'm, it. I'm, I'm a math guy. I will definitely, I will tussle math tussle with any of you guys. All right, all right I love math. Let's come up with uh, problems. What do you mean, you? I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm trying to think. Uh... No, we had I'll that go... guy with the math question, right? Yeah, have, 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 have him come on. Oh shucks, he scrolled. Let me see. Oh, I still have him. All right. So this after, uh, after this question, I'm gonna have to uh, have to leave. Okay. So it was an honor. It was a pleasure. All right. So I think first one to get it right wins. That's how we're gonna do this thing. Okay. So the current Hello? Story is, uh... Hey, do you have a math question for Painkiller already? Yeah. Um, okay. So Donald is rolling a number cube labeled one through six. Which of the following is least likely? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Slow down. Numbers... Stop, Whoa, stop, stop, slow stop, down. stop. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to read this a little slower. Donald is rolling in number tubes? Well, you see, in school we can't say dice because they think it's like casinos and shit, so we just have to... Okay. Anyway, okay, we're not we're not in school. Is this one so. of your homework questions? Do you need help with your homework? <laughs> well, no. Actually, this was a packet we did in class, and we have um, finals coming up, so I need help. All right, on, I'm curious boy. about this. Please. So they're, they're rolling dice labeled one through six. Carry on. Uh, which of the following is least likely? A, an even number. B, an odd number. Or C, a number greater than uh, five. C. Are you kidding me? Uh, number greater than five. Yeah, C. Mm-hmm. Wait, did he say least likely? Yeah. Yeah, least likely. Oh, oh, and it's one die? Yeah. Oh, yeah, then it is C. obviously C. 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 That was too easy. Yeah. So we're looking I got a math question, If and the, the guests can do this. Let, so there's a bomb, right? And he yeah. rolls... Uh, he rolls cigarettes out of cigarette butts that he finds in ashtrays. Now, if he gets seven cigarette butts, he can roll himself his own cigarette. Assuming he has unlimited rolling papers and assuming that all cigarette butts are the same, if he comes across an ashtray and there's 49 cigarette butts in there, 
how many cigarettes can he smoke off that? Seven. Well, I don't know. You see, math is that only subject where some dumbass buys 40,000 watermelons. Who the <laughs> fuck buys 40,000 watermelons? Okay. A watermelon like, dropshipping company, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Blade. seven. Yeah, I thought six for Blades. I, think, I, I believe it is six for some reason. Because you can roll another cigarette out of the cigarette. Oh, All right, it's, uh, it's eight. It's eight. It's eight. It, it is eight. You got it, but you went the opposite direction. But yeah, yeah it, you did. It eight. Because once he has those seven, he can smoke that. And now he has seven butts. He can roll another one. So it's eight. That's the one I missed. I see. I see. All right, guys. I'm gonna let it go. Thanks for coming uh, on, man. All right, yep. fuck Kyle. White boy ended with F. Kyle, which cracks me. <laughs> He's a regular listener to the show. Uh, so, Cod Killers. Respawn Entertainment has, comes has, out with their game this fall, right? The people that made Cod yes, 4? If you say so, yes. Who thinks they're going to have some sort of Cod competitor on their hands? I hope it's like COD 4 Anniversary Edition. That's what I'm hoping for. Man, wouldn't that be beautiful? It'd be uh, awesome. Really? I'm the only one on this call that thinks that's overrated? Like that, Yes. Well, yeah. The yeah, registration yeah. on COD 4 wasn't actually better than it is now. That the Frag Times 3 actually was a pain in the butt. That No, the th- here, here's the thing, though, man. Like the, the I think that Frag Times 3 is actually needed. Because here's the thing. Most of the time when you play Call of Duty 4, what is it? 6v6, right? Right. In order for you to get that magical, in order for you to get the helicopter, you need to kill one of those players twice. Just the nature of the beast, right? Okay. Without grenades and without the spawns, there's not. It's nothing stopping the people from camping for those kill streaks. There's not really heavy duty campers in Call of Duty Four. Now there might be people that want to hold down choke positions or whatever, but there's not like some guy in a corner just holding up shop. Because if you get killed, we're going to watch it, we're going to cook a grenade, and it's like instant death. So I think even though people bitched about the grenades, and yes, people did abuse it, throwing three grenades in the sky and just having it come down was very annoying. But without that, then people would just camp for their kill streaks. It's an anti-camper tool. It is, yep. I like, I like that explanation. And uh, Call of Duty 4 just has so much staying power. That game was really the only one that was innovative. It's interesting that, 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 like, Call of Duty 4 is, you're calling it the one with staying power, but I look at it and I think it's the one with the least amount of stuff, right? Like, yeah. You, yeah. You go to we don't need all that. We don't need, we don't need 10,000 things to, have, to worry about. Like, remember when you first got Modern Warfare 2 and there was like so much customization? Mm-hmm. That's too many things to, to work. That's too many things to, like, they all say, oh, there's a counter for this, counter for that. I don't want to fucking play a game where I have to counter for 17 different things. And, and by the way, you have to pick three of those 17. Like, oh, sure, there's a counter for whatever yeah. assassin, but yeah, you, you can't keep that or something. I don't know. Like, I'm busy countering uh, Also, I think, I, think I, I kind of liked the community a little bit better because we, like, the community COD 4, we hadn't played, you know, we hadn't been playing Call of Duty for five, six years. So right now, I think with Modern Warfare Theory, there's people that have been playing since COD 4, and they're really good. I don't like good players. I like playing against bad players. 
So that yeah, I, I think that's my. I, I'll I'll admit that's my fun. I like shitting on bad players. Like home, like whatever. I'm not some pro. I think I'm an above average player, but I like crapping on bad kids. It's fun. And as a YouTuber, yeah. I find it harder to give tips on videos too, right? Like you know, Shucks Drop Shot was a valid video back in COD Four. You know, that was something mm. that people needed to know about tactical layout. That was like a valid tip. Back in Call of Duty 4. That reminds me. Bash put out a video on how to drop <laughs> shot. And the top rated comment was, when are you going to tell us how to come up from the drop shot? <laughs> I've been stuck here for ages. <laughs> I freaking oh, love Bash, man. He's outstanding. But I can't believe he made a, a drop shot video in 2012. He made a video on how to drop shot, yeah. At the time, I was talking to Bash like every day on Skype, and all of his friends were just like, I can't believe he released a video on how to drop shot in 2012. It, it like I, um, I okay, so there's, this, there's a move that I have when I'm playing where if a guy sees me, I'll run one way and then come back the other way because he thinks he's going to catch me at the other end. And sure. I just come behind yep, him. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And um, I and no, I have never seen a video or anybody ever give that tip. And so I have a good example of it, but I'm like, is that a video? Is that worthy honestly, of a video? Honestly, like I, I, a hundred percent believe it is, and I also believe, even though it just seems to be like a super unpopular opinion as of right now, that drop shutting is also a valid video because you still find people who don't know what it is. If there's still like sixty, seventy percent of the people watching your videos who don't know what drop shutting is. You should probably make a video about it. That's why tactical setup and I'm about and, to go all out. I'm about to tell people how to turn music off and black ops. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, like, I, I, I know it's not popular opinion, and, and for the record, I, I have not made a video on drop shotting, nor do I plan to. But I don't. I, I wouldn't insult someone for doing it. So in, this time in the chat, is, respond with a yes or no. Do you know what drop shotting is already? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the average person who... who I think it's going to be just crushed with yeses. I think everyone's going to be like... I absolutely do, too. I, I definitely do think it is like an overwhelming yes, but I also don't think there's an overwhelming people who know how to do it correctly. I think 50% of people who just answered yes probably think they can drop shot while they're on default. And if you know anything about drop shotting, if you really had experience with the game... I know, you know what it's time like. Out, time you out, time out, time out. about the okay. claw. I can I can drop shot on default. It's not as effective. There you or go. Easy. Point proven. Point it's proven. not it's not effective or, or as easy, but you can still drop shot. You know what I mean? Some of the optic. No. I think um, a big timer plays on uh, default, and he uses the claw. So a, yeah, there is a difference between uh, playing on playing with the claw and not. But uh, honestly, like I remember, Tay was a good example. He thought he could drop shot with default settings and i sat there watch, like watching a video of his and i saw him drop shot and he had a very delayed drop shot it was like visibly it was noticeable to your eyes seeing okay you know what i find really that. funny is when you watch the kill cam and the person drop shots you and your backs to them like you ever see those people that drop shot constantly like every single kill yeah yeah i, I mean i do it occasionally a muzzle fuzzle is probably the biggest offender of it that i've seen and that's not insulting him i just see him do it all the time when I first learned funny. to drop shot, I drop shot at every kill. I would be hiding behind a barrel and I'd drop shot and shoot the barrel by accident. <laughs> like I would drop shot all the time. Because the reason I switched to drop shotting, and this is back in COD 4, is I would tense up on my controller. Like I'd get all nervous and scared every engagement. And I would knife mm-hmm. from like 30 feet away. And I'm losing gunfights because I'm like, you know, shooting, 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 knifing. Yeah. And I just like, oh my god, I just embarrassed myself. I knife from 30, 40 feet away. 
So um, if I switch to tactical, then all of a sudden I would drop shot by accident, which was actually kind of pro. <laughs> and, and I did that and, until, you know, it's now where I kind of drop shot when I mean to. But, yeah. But, I don't know. Like, um, I don't see drop shotting as that big of a deal. It's just a, it's a tactic. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty effective. I feel like I'm pro when I do it. And then, of course, other people will say it's a noob move and that you should strafe. But uh, mm, I don't know. Drop I think shot. I think stuns are a noob move. Like, what? Stuns? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I've had an issue with stuns since COD Four. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I, How are stuns I, I think Call of Duty? Because <laughs> the, what it's saying is you can't hit a moving target. That's that's what you're saying by stunning me. Not always, but I know what you, I know what you're saying, and I, I would probably them, agree agree with you. I use them for checks as much as I use for anything else. Like it, um, yeah. I stun into rooms bef- you, before you, I walk when into you them. Stun, when you stun check a room, and it, it confirms that it's there, you're going to go in there and you're going to spray and you're going to get that kill. Yeah, um, I just it's it's not a. I always get mad, not mad, but I always like people always go, "Blade, why don't you use stuns?" It's just like even if I'm knifing only, I still, I still think it's. I don't know. It just feels cheap to me. It just yeah. feels cheap. But there's no way, there's no way that you could justify the statement. Stuns are always cheap, or stuns are always not they, cheap. They feel cheap. You know, you know, it's a perk that is actually really, really good, but it doesn't get a lot of hate. And the reason why it doesn't get a lot of hate is because you can't really see it in the in the uh, kill cam. Drop is that um, it's recon. The recon. Because oh. think about it. Like, let's say someone is recon stuns that valuable? Um, in search, if you get a whole team in search and destroy running recon, you really can't be beat unless you're retarded. Like, it's like the recon is super effective. You have recon on, throw a stun, and you know exactly, like, you know, like Blackbird status exactly where they're at. Hmm. And if you play search and destroy and you run against a team that's everyone's running recon, it's a nightmare. You can't do anything about it. They all throw stuns at the choke points, and everyone knows exactly where everyone's at. But the thing is, when you watch a kill cam, and you see a guy just run up to you and shoot you, you're not really mad at that, but really, he knows instantly where you are because of because of the recon. Yeah, it definitely does make things uh, uh, pretty unbalanced for that gunfight. I mean, all the pro players were using that originally when they were playing, before the perk settings were really figured out in MLG. Yeah. Somebody wrote, drop shotters are effing terrible little assholes, and so are people who flash. <laughs> Basically, if you're shooting before me, you're kind of a dick. Like, I don't really like the yeah. way you play this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's funny how people get so worked up over, like, you know, little things like drop shotting. We, so, we're running out of things to, that we're... Okay, if someone were to follow that rule... And I, I feel so bad because every time someone starts a YouTube commentary, they have to do like this in front of the judge thing. Like, I'm sorry that I use this, or I'm sorry that I use this gun, or I apologize for for not getting a Moab with direct impact stuns only. I apologize. <laughs> like, it's like, yep. God damn, can we just play? Like, yeah, oh, the, dude, just, like, okay, the list of which guns are not cheap, especially in COD Four. Like, you couldn't use the M16, you couldn't use the M4, you couldn't use the MP5. Uh, it, it was yeah. like if you weren't using the MP44 or something, you were using a noob weapon. They were all getting, uh, like, off-limits. I don't know. I think, yeah. but I think as much, it's the it's the commentator's part of it, too, because, like, I think 
that if we didn't start off, I, I, it's not me, but like let's say other people that are making videos, the first minute of the video it's them saying sorry for for using this, or they'll like they'll pull out like a a, a shotgun and or like a Kimbo FMGs and get a kill. They're like, listen, that's the only kill I get with it. It's like I don't need to know the information; just shows the gameplay. Like no, uh, but some people absolutely will be like their their comments will be quelled by you saying, oh, all right, I only got this one kill with this cheap thing. Don't don't worry about it. You just could drop off. the most monumental commentary, and they'll be like assassin noob. I'm like, <laughs> dude. Last year with Black Ops, I was I had a lot of Famas games, and I love mm-hmm. the Famas. And I, I'm using it. I'm like, man, whenever I use the Famas, I'm getting good games, and nobody hates on it. It's not like the noob tube from the year before. Famases were mm-hmm. cool. It was all right, and I had a lot of Famas gameplays up. And then somewhere, like, no one notified me, but there was a no Famas rule instituted on YouTube. And all of a sudden, I was like the talk of the town. You could only use the FAMAS, your whatever, uh, cow molesting pedo or something, because you, you use the FAMAS, and it was like, man, nobody told me. I didn't know. People are fussing about the FAMAS in crazy ways, and uh, I'll stop using it. I, th- I think I think a good balance is the there probably is the overpower, like one uh, you know, go to weapon. But it, they never, in each class. So. It always extends to like every yeah. weapon, right? Like I'll, I'll take Black Ops. You can't use the Famas. You can't use the AK-47U. You can't use the Galil, especially if it's silenced. And shucks, what else can't you use in there? Like they just list off every weapon that is you know good. G11. You can't use the G11. You can't use yeah. Ghost. Um, it just now. What can't you use? MP90, Striker, MP7. Um, ACR. Uh, I was using the Scar a bunch because it was like not on the hated list, and then suddenly it got posted on the hated list. Yeah, people people just work their way down. The truth is, there will always be a best gun, and people will always it's not hate just on best. it. No matter... It's like you're using a top eight gun. You suck. Uh, I, really? Yeah, top eight? I'm chill. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's it's one thing bad. I never wanted to do. I never wanted to be like, oh, these commentators suck because they use guns. I only knife. Like, no, that's not like what I was going for. Uh, yeah, well, I, I'm I've happy never that I don't gotten have to that deal vibe. with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, I, I the never... The only, only thing I ever had to deal with was like when I first started Modern Warfare 2 and I discovered Commando and I fell in love with Commando and then it got to a point where I was like, this is this is ridiculous. Like, this is insane. Yeah, I didn't hate on Commando. I didn't hate on Modern Warfare 2 on anything except the noob tubes. The noob tubes ruined you know that game. For you know me. what's funny with me? I never had an issue with the noob tubes because I moved on from the respawn game type. Like any game type that had a respawn system in Modern Warfare 2 to me was flawed. So I just went to search. And then I noticed that people liked that I posted search, and so that's all I did. So I never really felt the wrath of the noob tubes like everyone's talking about. It's, you know? In the chat here, people are saying the G36C is cheap and that the Type 95 is cheap. And I never thought of the G36C as cheap. I never yeah. thought that was on the cheap list, and I, I've heard the Type 95 is on the cheap list, right? Certainly I've heard about that. But when yeah. I go into games, I'm not seeing Type 95s like I saw AK-74U from Asus. And certainly they're not MP40s. Like, I don't actually... I think the Type 95 would be overpowered mm-hmm. if it was, like, in Black Ops or something like that. But, like, all the guns kill so fast that burst fire weapons need to be powerful. That's true, actually. Yeah, you're going to lose to an MP7 at distance if that thing doesn't kill in yeah. one shot. <laughs> Someone said AK-47 rules the game. That's one of the few ones I don't have gold. Like I think I might ha- it might be the only assault rifle I don't have in gold. I'm not sure. 
I yeah, forty seven definitely does not rule the game. <laughs> no, no. And you know, I like the AK forty seven in COD four, but in Modern Warfare three, this is a lot of kick hey, on that thing. Do you guys notice that the the connection for Modern Warfare three is a lot better than it was when the game like the first yeah. month of the game? Absolutely, absolutely. Now, me personally, oh, yeah. it's gotten a little worse for me just lately. But it you can't go. You know what I noticed? And the X-Jaws might back me up here. If you play too late at night, your connection will suck. Like, I was playing at 4 a.m. two days ago, because, yeah. you know, I don't have a real job. <laughs> and uh, uh, when I play at 4 a.m., everyone else in the lobby is in California, or like Western Canada or something like that. So, like, I'm losing yeah. every knife fight. I think, the, I think that the quality of players is is actually better at night. Because they tend to get, like, they work up like a Call of Duty lather, and then they kind of go into, they kind of zone out to it. You know what I mean? I, so they almost become, like, robots. But, like, the I people think the during the day or, I think if, you, if, you, so, if you're playing at midnight, they're mostly, like, 18 years old, and they're pretty sharp. Whereas if you're playing, yeah. like, right after school, then sometimes they're not as good. Because they don't have, like, they, haven't, they didn't start back in COD 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do agree that the connection does get worse at night because you have to deal with people who are uh, usually not overseas, but just not in the same state as you. And, yeah, they're uh, West Coast, right? The only, it's like if you're playing at 3 a.m. and you're in Pennsylvania, then it's only midnight in California, and the game doesn't have any other idiots staying up as late as you. Yeah. I think that's yeah, what's going on. Somebody wrote the Dragon Off is cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, the ACR is too cheap. God, it. it, it gets... I have a tough time because I, I, I'm, I'm a night owl myself. So a lot of times I'll play at night, and so what's late for like midnight for me is three a.m. for you guys. So that's like, I don't know. There's just there's not as many people, and then a lot of times people you play are just like mindless drones that kind of, you know. I don't know what it. There's something about that though. Like Sam, I think you did a commentary about that a long time ago, where you get into like autopilot mode. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what I took away from that? Like sometimes I watch an X Jaws video and it was like, ooh, that tip is a keeper that I'm gonna lock in forever. And and, in that particular video, I saw it too. He's like, you're you're on autopilot. You're just playing. You're throwing a stun into every room, you know, to check it and make sure that it, you know, it's clear. And it's like, throw a stun into every room before you enter, as a rule? That's not a bad rule. I think it's a rule of thumb, right? It's like a 90%er type thing. You know, if there's if there's green triangles in there, you don't need the stun check. But I was like, oh, I'm going to burn that one in. That one wasn't obvious to me before I saw it. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Fine. Sorry. Are I, they, I, I got a quick question. So, <laughs> you've been playing Modern Warfare 3. Woody, obviously, you've been playing a lot of different game types. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, like, a map game type thing that you just go, I don't know how to approach this yet. Because, like, when I play Interchange, I just go, I just throw my hands up. I just, I, I have no idea how to play that I to this day. Like, downturn. Downturn, I think, is a... I don't oh. see Downturn pop up too often, you know? Yeah, I, I, I swear is, they took Downturn is. out of the, like, I think they weighted the maps, like, based on the votes, and Downturn shows up every once in a blue moon. They're like, alright, I admit it, I made a mistake. You know, I'm not going to remove them. You also notice, okay, um, I notice this a lot. Whenever they have uh, interchange, they also have, um, what's the outdoor map? 
it's fucking big as fuck. Um, Village. Village. They always have those two grouped together. I'm like, I don't want to play either of those. <laughs> yeah, they're sort of like right up the same vein. They're the same sort of map. Dude, I love uh, 20% of Village. The part over by the buildings in Village is great <laughs> map design. The other 80%, that freaking Narnia wasteland of running around doing nothing, sucks. It's like... it. Most of Village I absolutely hate. Like, from the river all the way to those damn caves, I don't want to be there. I, and I, I spend all my time trying to get over to where, like, the sea domination area is. And then if, if I'm in the other spot, it's, it's... I don't have any fun on the rest I, of Village. I just, I just think, like, most of the time, like, you know, like, if you put me on COD 4, Team Deathmatch COD 4, I, I could, like, blindly run my route. I know the routes. I know what I'm, I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I know how I approach it for the maximum success that I could possibly have. But there's just some maps, especially in the last couple Call of Duties, that when they come up, I'm just like, I have no idea how to play this. Yeah. I have no idea how to approach this. Downturn. And then I swear, and, and people are going to make fun of me for this, Arcaden, I, sometimes I feel like, like, what the hell was I supposed to do? You know, like, it. if you look at a COD 4 map, or Modern Warfare 2 map, or Black Ops map, or even a World at War map, for the most part, you have kind of like a grid with three channels that lead from one side to the other, right? That's mm-hmm. more or less how sub-base is designed. That's more or less how terminal is designed. That's more or less... That's how, how most good search maps are, 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 are done that way. There's three flows of traffic. Yeah, you know? there, there's three like channels that lead from one side of the map to the other. If you look at Arcaden, that thing is just a big spaghetti plate of like possible area, like paths that you can take to me. And uh, like... I'll die on Arcaden, like trying to take B-Dom, for example, and it's like, well, how the hell do you defend yourself while you're taking B-Dom? There's some guy up by Boobies, which is the call-out for that like poster area behind the glass, or there's some yeah. guy by Top Glass, which is the other part behind the glass, or there's some guy by Fountain, or there's some guy by Rubble, or there's some guy by Bar. Do you even have a shot? Why don't you just stand on top of the fountain and let people shoot you? Like it, Something about Arcaden, in my mind, I have a hard time... Like, just not dying sometimes. I'm trying to think of the, the COD 4 map that um, it has a statue in the middle. Oh, uh, there's the, Strike there's or something? Bob. Well, no, there's Block. Not and Block. Not, 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 uh, it, it's a smaller... Okay, there's you know two how with when a game showdown, goes, showdown. Showdown. I thought that was the shittiest. Like, that was just... Is that the one with the lattice work everywhere? It's a small Search and Destroy map. It's yeah, square? Yeah. There's, two with, there's two with statues yep. in the middle. One... Uh, block. Is, block. There's a big one and a small one. Oh, actually, there's three. There's block with the statue in the middle, which is the gray one. There's showdown, which I think is the one that has all the lattice work, and there's like a square upstairs you can run around. And then there's another one where um, that's the one I'm talking about. Strike. There's strike. Strike. Yeah, block, that's the showdown. one. The call out I think is skybox to look at the the um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To look at the statue. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't like levels that are just square like that. Like I'd rather dude. have. I in COD four, um, I would like put on my little field commander's hat and tell everyone what to do, which sounds like dickish behavior as I describe it, but it was actually well received in lobbies. You know, like it, I'd be like, "All right, guys, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take two flags. We're gonna launch this. This is the line that you shall not cross, and we're gonna spawn trap them." And we would spawn trap on that map all the time. Two or three choppers would like everyone was like combating, like hoping that their chopper would be the next one to come in. And those are good games, man. It's fun when everyone's... I, I know some YouTubers hate me because, like, my whole thing is just rushing spawn. 
So like if I and you notice I don't really put up a lot of domination or demolition or anything like that because you know if I do rush spawn just gonna flip it and people get annoyed by that. I'd be annoyed by that if I was a shooter. So I get that. Yeah. No, I I I swear I don't spawn trap in Modern. And you know what? I don't play with teams as much in Modern Warfare Three. I don't know the spawn traps as well as I did in previous. The Call spawns are we are so weird in Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, and the maps are weird to me. The maps that whole. Kind of squarish map with three channels thing is just gone. It's just like it, it, it seems. It, it, I mentioned Arcaden as one, but there are lots of examples. I mean, heck, take M- Mission's a good three three channel map. <laughs> Mission is that the one with the f- garden roof? It's kind of big and B dom. You, you you spawn at B domination instead of like by A or C. Or am I thinking of Overgrown? What the hell's mi- I'm trying to remember. Mission is the map where that kid got like the hundred. 80 kill oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Mission's the one where uh, B-Dom is, like, there's a hill, and you, you can spawn trap it. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how I forgot that. Um, yeah, I like Mission, actually. There's another one where, like... Dude, I, no, I like it, I like it too. But I can be I, in I a lobby perfect with search. total strangers, and then the second the team breaks up, it's like, all right, guys, we'll take A, but then we have to go to C. Let's run through the river, flip the spawns, and then we'll own CB, and we'll spawn trap them down at A. And by and large, people are, like, receptive to a team leader. You know, it's... On a map like Mission, a Bog would be another one. You know, you don't want to just go in without a strategy on Bog. You're going to get the C spawn. you got to get the A spawn. So... Yeah. That's true. true. That's true. I don't know. Like, I... Long before I was a YouTuber, my friends list would always fill up because I would, like, make friends on teams and stuff really quickly. Because I'm there any- chatty like that. Is there any information about what maps we will be getting back from old games in the the DLC coming up for Black Ops or for Modern Warfare Three? The closest thing I have to information is Robert Bowling's like troll interviews after he quit. Right? He's like they wanted to bring back maps and charge for them, and he's like, "Why can't we do it for free? Why can't we build goodwill? Why does everything have to be driving subscriptions and driving revenue?" And Robert Bowling was saying he felt like the money would take care of itself if they just provided good products and service, whereas Activision is more charge, charge, charge. So there should well, be they, some old maps coming back, but um, they're going to cost money. Mm-hmm. Did you see I say, the? Um, I say bring back fuel. That's all I want. Really? Fuel. Fuel. With the rock. With the rock. Maybe the ultimate troll move if they brought back maps, but they only brought back like the shitty ones that you hate. Uh, you know, there wasn't a map on COD Four that I really hated. I didn't like block too much, but even that is better than a lot of. It's other so maps. funny because I actually like I'm like the only person in the world that actually really enjoys that map because it's like one of the few maps on TDM that you can sound whore on. You know? Yeah. So like. People think of Block as a sniper map, but it's also a ghost map, right? It's also a oh, ninja yeah. map, and that's it's another way to play it. But, yeah, I haven't played COD 4 in ages. Yeah, neither have I. I should throw that in sometime soon. Yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to Borderlands. And Far Cry has my attention, too. Like, I, I checked out Far Cry at PAX, and it has me wondering, how good is this game going to be? Fun. Like have you guys have you guys played Sniper Elite Two yet? No. No. Okay, so there's a demo on Xbox right now for Sniper Elite Two, uh-huh. and it's basically a sniping game. But when you get a kill, 
it shows the bullet time and it shows it like going into the person's body and blood and all that kind of stuff. Like the kill cams are the most epic kill cams I've ever seen. That's, you know, one of the things I liked about Far Cry was the kill cam. So for me on kill cams, the way that I use them is to learn from my mistakes. I remember when I first started in COD, I would feel like some of my kills were kind of pro. You know, you can't see my quotes, but um, it was like, man, I really got on target and I killed that guy. And then I'd watch myself die and it's like, oh my goodness. You know, I, I was completely unaware that my entire right flank was just wide open to an entire street. Or, you know, doorways. In my freaking retarded head, I guess that's a bad word to use. People give me a hard time. But in doorways, I thought doorways were good cover. Like, I'll stand in the doorway <laughs> and shoot from there, and that'll give me the advantage, you know, because there's a lot of directions you can't be shot from in a doorway. But then I learned from watching the kill cams Doorways are actually a terrible place to stand, you know. Like, of course, you're blocking traffic, but beyond I say, that, no doorways and a level with nothing but ladders. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, a, yeah, a block size uh, map, but nothing but ladders. And then when I would play, it's like the labyrinth. <laughs> so I didn't play Halo before COD. Like a lot of people were Halo guys that converted. For me, I played COD and then I tried a little Halo. And the lack of kill cams were dreadful for me. I was like, I can't figure out what I'm doing wrong. Sometimes I don't even know which of you guys killed me. I don't know what line of sight I was so exposed to. Like, please replay for me what okay, just happened. So they've 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 updated <clears throat> the um they've updated like you know before when you like in COD Four when it first came out when you threw a grenade and it killed someone mm-hmm. when they watched the kill cam all I saw was just a guy chuck a grenade and three seconds later you got a kill. Then they change it so that they'd follow the path of the grenade, and I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, if, if a sniper hits a, a game-winning kill cam, why can't we watch the path of the bullet? Oh, that'd be cool. Or better yet, a um, a throwing knife or a tomahawk. You yeah. should totally be like you know dolly camming or something through the arc of. I guess they do with that, don't they? they yeah, they do. They they do with yeah. the tomahawks and yeah, throwing knives. But I'm I'm just saying, I I think like. It might get a little cheesy with, like, you know, to show, like, if someone's spraying someone with, like, you know, an SMG or something, you know, don't show all the bullets, but that bullet that did kill you, just let's watch that last bullet, you know? Yeah. That'd, Definitely, yeah. Great idea. That'd be pretty cool. Sam, you talking about That was one of the cooler fixes Call of Duty 4 ever had, yep. I think. Yeah, that was a big improvement. Yeah. What was, uh... I think that encouraged spam and grenades, because it's pretty cool to watch, a, like, an epic kill cam. <laughs> oh, what I was going to say, with Far Cry... When it shows you your kill, it turns it into this, like, CSI mode where it shows you the guy that killed you and then, like, his angle and then where the bullet sort of pierced you. It's not gory. It's like a quick tutorial on what you did wrong. And I still think that at the... Okay, when I if I play NBA 2K, right, at mm-hmm. the end of a game, it'll show the highlights. I think there's no way to, to know the game. I don't think there's a way to know. Maybe uh, off the decibels of the voice chat or something, but... To, to show, like, the, the, the top three coolest kills in the game, you know, as the loading screen happens. You see what I'm saying? No, say it again. All right, so, like, let's say you play a match, a team deathmatch, right? At the end of the game, instead of just looking at a, a scoreboard for 30 seconds, why not show the best, the, the coolest frags or the coolest kills that happened during the game? Like oh, a highlight reel. that'd be kind of cool, too. I like that. But I have... 
I have no idea how the game would say what is a good kill, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what is a cool kill or what Distant is a cool Distant shots or, I don't know. But you know what else? Or, uh, defense. You know, they could tell the, the flow of the game by, like, defense and uh, flag caps and stuff like that. Um, I had, oh, oh, as far as troll maps, you know what they could do? They could, what? like, grab decent maps and bring them back as snow maps. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Let's, you know, you know, you know the. They did that. They, they did that in Crash with Crash. Uh, remember? Wait, that wasn't a right, snow you know, map. You, you know the you know the pipe in a hard hat. Yes. On a map that's just one super long pipe. <laughs> As a knifer. <laughs> yeah. Just play infected on that shit. <laughs> like multi kill after multi kill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what I was saying with Crash is that the Call of Duty 4 guys did that for the PC version of Crash. Oh, uh, they uh, just brought for Goodwill for like they just decided they to make a a, ho- a holiday night version of Crash when oh, Christmas. Oh, I've seen yeah. that. I like that idea. You know, I it, love it. But I've as always a free said that idea. if if they mm-hmm. I, honestly if they were to have all the maps be night and day, it, it, you, you double the number of maps. I really? Think the games, Do you, you think know, they play different? I don't think they play different, but it's it's a visual thing. Like when we have to, you know, when you play Call of Duty a lot, uh, you're constantly looking at the same thing, and it can get monotonous. That's why I think Black Ops was like that's what made Black Ops kind of boring is because like all the maps kind of look the same, you know. Like you want something, you want different visual stimulants, you know. My problem with Black Ops is the art, man. I feel like they've got one artist, yeah. and he does um, brown. <laughs> yeah, like, they're, like like this. Like when we, we watched the Black Ops vision, it's like he was really depressed when he made this. You know, <laughs> yeah. this is the depressing years for this artist. You know, this is the dark period. <laughs> right. They need to hire someone who does like circus decorating. Do some maps. Of course, then you might get carnival. Nobody wants that. Yeah, you, you may have twenty carnival maps in the game. <laughs> but yeah, something yeah, about uh, Black Ops—they just always make it depressing. You know, I, I would like happy maps. I don't care if they're zombie what's... maps. Make them nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, we didn't like Carnival though. Remember that we we did think that the colors of Carnival did make it harder for people to stick out. So Carnival was practically camouflaged, but I loved. I, I didn't love the way Terminal played because I felt like Noob Tubes broke it. But I love the way Terminal looked. Terminal is one of the best looking maps in COD history. So there's that. Yeah. I, I like that map as well. I, I think it played pretty well, especially for Search and Destroy, actually, with Blade here. I'm trying to think of what would be a really shitty map to bring back into Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> a crappy map to bring back. I, I still think Fuel needs to make a comeback. I think that'd be, <laughs> that'd be the biggest troll move ever. Like, you know imagine... what a troll move would be? What if you what? gave Xbox Elite members Modern Warfare 2 noob tubes? <laughs> <laughs> that, would totally rock. that would ruin your game. <laughs> You'd just be getting destroyed by people who had sixty dollars a year. That would. <laughs> oh man, Call the Elite subscriptions would shoot through the roof. There you go. There it is. You want to sell subscriptions? Put noob tubes, like powerful noob tubes, on it. Did you guys see um, Robert Bowling's new company and, and what he said about it so far? Yes, and. It... Go ahead. Do you I'm, want to I'm gonna make a video one? about it because I really like it. I really like what he said. Really, um, he, he pretty he pretty much summed up the idea that uh, the gaming industry is uh, producing just as much revenue for its big games as 
the biggest, you know, uh, hits in the movie industry, right? In the film industry, whatever. So why aren't the people responsible for making them getting paid uh, as such? Why aren't there sort of like game designers who are superstars or just incredible uh, what they do and also getting paid, compensated for being so incredible? But I also saw him say stuff like, you know, we shouldn't be building games on a schedule. These should be a developer-focused com- companies that just happen to produce some games every so often. It was all like this, like... It, yeah, it sounded like hippie bullshit, like... Bullshit, oh, but it was you like... Know. It was almost like, alright, I've seen the inside of a gaming studio for a while now, and I've determined that they're too customer-focused by, say, delivering before Christmas every year, and, you know, I don't know, putting out... DLC on time and stuff like that. He's like, let's just be developer focused. Let's focus on making the employees as happy as possible. And games will come out when they come out. And I think to myself, like, you don't usually see that business strategy. You know, screw the customers. We'll make what we feel like it. Like, I, it's not uh, so. Not, I don't get that vibe from him. Okay. I don't. Really? I think he's going to support his game really well. He wants to create some sort of like universe he talks about. It sort of sounds like it's going to be something like World of Warcraft. I don't know. But he's going to, you know, it's going to be more like an indie game company that really cares about the people who buy their game. And I, I can respect that. Uh, he, he, he took a stand for what he believes in. Like, he didn't want to represent a company he really didn't like the actions of anymore. And, and he decided to leave. Like, we should all congratulate him on that. We should all be happy that he did something noble and not in the interest of just money. Like... You know, he could have done. He's, he was probably sitting on a pretty good six-figure salary, uh, doing something that really isn't that difficult to just be a punching bag. <laughs> and I, like, I really do believe that. Like, That's his a pretty job tough job, really, actually. Uh, so for us, when our livelihood depends on the community so reception, his, really so all his, he was measured on community reception, right? I mean, that's not so By easy. By us, but not by his boss, I, who paid him. When your job is to be the PR guy, I just I just felt like he wasn't good at being a PR guy. That know? was my thing, right? Like I, so I'm a person who's looking for his PR, right? Oh, are there patches? What's going on? The info's late and freaking sentence fragment bullshit. You know? Oh, yeah. like it, people have weapons balance issues. People have questions about lag compensation. The community is screaming out with one common chant about lag comp or noob tubes or whatever. Tell me where Activision stands, and you can't get an answer. It's like if you're the PR uh, guy, really, like, I, why do we, why do we hate him for that? Why don't we just say, look, there's a machine here. He's the part of the machine that hears all the problems. Then he has to pass it on to the part of the machine that fixes them and approves them and and puts them out. And somewhere along this machine, it, there's there's a problem. Does it necessarily mean that the part that hears our problems is wrong? No, 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 no. no. So look, I, I definitely. I, I don't know if you're talking to me like when you say that. I, I don't accuse him of writing bad code for NoobTube. But mm-hmm. I do say I'm looking for a response for the company, right? He should be banging on somebody's high-ups door and saying, look, this is what your customers say. They're revolting and they're pissed. We need to formulate a response But we for don't it. really revolt. We still buy the game. Then, we also don't know what is happening behind the scenes. We don't know what 
he isn't isn't allowed to do. What if someone's just yelling at him saying, no, you just make the community be happy. We're going to do what we can do. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I personally think that there needs to be, as a community manager, you get paid all this money. I personally think that you need to actually play the game that you're talking about. Because, like, someone – I saw a YouTube video, and it showed, like, Robert Bowling has maybe 15 hours played on Modern Warfare 3. And it's just like, come on, dude. Like – if you're well, not in the trenches with us, then you're not knowing what we're talking about. Someone says, "Look at Valve, right? They have no, no one has a job title. The games have no set release date. It's totally developer centric." And my response would be, "Yeah, look at Valve. How's Half Life Three? You know, did you like that game? You know, that like, yeah, if, I didn't even know there was a Half Life Three. There is none. People have been screaming for Half Life. They're saying that Gabe Newell should be president of the world." And that would guarantee that there will never, ever, ever be a World War Three, because <laughs> <laughs> they don't deliver three on anything. Doesn't matter if it's Half Life, Left for Dead, or whatever. And it's like if Valve were more customer focused, you'd you'd at least have a Half Life Three. You'd you know get that stuff out there. Um, it, Valve's, I guess, a pretty successful company. You wouldn't call them anything else. But it's not so bad to be customer centric and to deliver on time. You know, I like annual Call of Duties. Some people fuss. You know, oh, annual Call of Duties, you don't get enough innovation or whatever. Nah, it's fine by me. Every year I want a new one. Heck, I want one every nine months. I'm kind of worn out with this one. And what's it been? Five months? I could do every I'm not six. Lie. I would love to have two Call of Duties a year if they're good, but I don't know if you can make a good Call of Duty in six months. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I, I agree with possible. you. But let's pretend it was. I'd be down for an every six-month Call of Duty. Hell yeah. Yeah, bring it. Hey, uh, I'm going to have to uh, jump out of here, guys. I really appreciate you having me on, though, uh, Woody. I, uh, I put up a video, and I'll, I'll leave it up. So uh, right. thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate it, and I'll see you guys later. Thanks, Sam. I guess we'll call it a wrap. It's been over two hours, and uh, there we are. So I'm sorry. It, <clears throat> um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, oh. The reason Wings couldn't make it was he's helping a friend with his car, and Kyle's internet. I would laugh out. so hard if he joined the call like right now. Like, okay, guys, I'm, back. <laughs> I'm here. Let's do this. But uh, but hey, special thank you to Sam, Only Use Me Blade, and uh, White Boy for jumping in and uh, letting us do a PKA, even when I was the only guy left standing. So uh, I really do appreciate it. Thanks, man. Peace.